to another episode of Young, Black, and Bothered Sports Desk. This is a very special episode because we are introducing, introducing our now third voice that you will hear on the show. We'll get to that in a second. But at first, uh, my name tonight is Roman Coke. And I am joined by none other than the other two voices you are here tonight. And they are. Yo, what's up? It's Greg. Um, I'm the B mic for the first time in 335 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Feels good. Feels good. <laughs> Feels yeah, fucking so fantastic. So let's let's update let's update everyone on some of the changes that have good changes that have been made. So as Greg said, he's now the B host, and yours truly has taken over as the lead. And we are for the first time introducing the third voice, the newest voice that you will hear going forward on the sports desk. And new person, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Introduce yourself to the to the masses. All right. How y'all doing? Uh my name is Lou. Um, I live in Ohio, Sandusky, Ohio. Uh, avid, avid sports fan. And uh, I, I don't know, just love talking sports. Uh, you definitely are in the right place. And <laughs> fun, fun fact, I used, to, I used to work and live in Ashland, not too far from Sandusky. So I know exactly where you are. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, my when I first graduated, uh, my first job was at Ashland University. So that's oh. a, little, a little personal history. A little personal history right there. Well, we are so excited to have you to have you with us. Um, thank thank I, you for having me. You're very welcome. And yeah, we got some early voicemails already. So let's go ahead and get to these real quick before we get into the meat and potatoes. Here we go. How much much y'all want to bet? The Curry family about to have four rings. (laughs) You know what? We're going to get into that. Thank you for that comment. I see you got another one, so let's go ahead and play that one. Yeah, how much y'all want to bet? The Curry family about to have four rings. Y'all don't even know. (laughs) It's very well. It very well could be possible. You know, but why you why you why are you gonna lie to this man? Don't lie to him. All right, you all right, all right. So with that being said, that sounds like a good segue. You gonna start with uh start with NBA first or you wanna go in if you all have a hot take? Any hot takes or whatever for the week? Um yeah. Oh no, no. No problem, no problem, man. Um, I have a, a couple. Um, I've been holding on to these. So my number one hot take is um, I absolutely hate the sport of tennis for the treatment of their female athletes. Um, they, they treat the men absolutely fantastic sometimes. Um, but the ones who actually generate the most revenue, the most views, and more importantly, are the better overall athletes. The women are treated like absolute shit. Naomi Osaka. Um, we can honestly, we can still talk about Serena and Venus and, you know, the, the women caliber of that, but there are other women in that sport who are honestly treated like crap. Um, Coco Golf. 
I, I, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I have a few more hot takes. I want to see if, you know, hopefully that kind of got, you know, you and Lou to, to give a hot take. Actually, I have another one. I, I have another one since I'm speaking up. Um, Kwame Brown, like, remember, we were so happy to hear him speak when he was right, like three weeks ago. Right. And what did he say? What has he said? Oh, God. Um, you know, w- w- without it being political, he's just, like his five minutes is up and he just keeps going. And it's like, stop. Uh, officially, just it's over. It's over. Just take your ball. Literally take your ball and go home. But he won't. So Kwame Brown, my, my hot take for him is his, his five minutes of fame are officially over. Um, another hot take of mine. Um, remember the, the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get we'll get there later i'm sure we're we'll, we'll we'll gonna we'll, we'll we'll fucking there. get there because fuck them um <laughs> also um also an- another random hot take as well and this one's actually gonna hurt my heart to say um i am i'm i'm looking forward to space jam too it, it's you know, definitely sports you know related what? that was my that was gonna be my hot take like i've been watching <laughs> let's go i watched the, the trailer i'm like oh this is good yeah. This is really going to be good. And then ESPN did a 30 for 30 on it. Mm-hmm. I saw that commercial too. Did yeah. they already do the 30 to 30? It's actually, you can view it online. Yes. Okay. Okay. You can view it online. I think it's going to hit on TV, I think, one day this week, but it is online. That's what yep. the, yeah, the 30 30 teasers. Yeah. You, it, you can watch it. Um, yeah. You can watch it online. But I really think it's going to be good. I think yeah. it's going to be real good. Let me find out LeBron can actually act. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know he can <laughs> act on the court. Well, we know he can act. But let's see if he can <laughs> really act. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So, those are... Okay, Lou, do you have any hot takes for this week? Uh, the only hot take I got is I've been watching the, the NBA playoffs. And... Mm-hmm. The referees are shit trash. They need they need new jobs because, at like, just yeah. I'm sure we'll get to the the Jokic foul last night. But, yes, yeah. that is um, one on the docket. They're yeah, they're just complete absolute shit. And you know what? I, I just know, you know what you can actually you can actually say that about referees in every freaking sport this year. That's Absolutely. true. Like That's you can, like, we're gonna get we're gonna get to this later, but in, uh, UFC two sixty uh, was it two sixty three or sixty four? Mm-hmm. What I don't know what fights they were watching. Cause some of those, some of those, uh, some of those decisions, like what? Were you watching the same yeah. fight I was watching? I mean, yeah. the NFL their officiating was trash this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball. Well, that's every year, but they've been there. The ref, the umpiring has been. Tra- it's been. A, it's 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 a it's a sport. It's not even a specific sport. A specific league. It's all over. It's just been bad all around. Officiating is we'll, bad. What they're doing is taking away the like the the fun of the game for the fans too. You know, Absolutely. because you, they're they're ejecting players. They're you know uh, calling fouls on certain players, and the fans don't like it. And you know, if they don't like the product, there's not going to be a product. Well, bingo. I take that back. There'll always be a product, but but it won't be watched, which means that there right. is no product. And, and, and right. you know what? That's an excellent segue to the first. That, 
that's an excellent segue to our first topic of the night. Going and talking about the NBA playoff, and going into and having this discussion about um, the flagrant two, which wasn't a flagrant two, that got Jokic ejected from the game in an elimination game in the playoffs. The freaking NBA MVP. No way that should have been a flag. It's a flagrant one, yes. Flagrant two, come on now. Come on now. Completely agree. No way. It's egregious, man. But I completely egregious. But you know what? It was. It's the. It's the. The, the thing. Uh, you got campaign six two six one. You got jokers like seven two or whatever. So it's like, like they're like you try to kill him <laughs> if you slow the video down. It, I mean, if you slow the video down, it. It it looked bad, but in real time, come on, that's not a flavor two. That's a flavor one. <laughs> uh, the only, I mean, because I didn't think it was a flagrant two either. There's no way possible. But the the only reason why I think that they saw it that way is because Joe gets kind of like cocked back with his yeah. arm and yeah. then came forward with it. That was the only reason I could see that. But yeah, I, I still don't agree that he should have been kicked I, out of that game. There's been, no way. You know, no way. He's the NBA MVP. He's the most valuable player in the NBA in an in a in a in a playoff game, and not just any playoff game. An elimination. An elimination game. Denver don't win their game; they lose. They're they're done. Which happened. Which happened. I mean, they were losing before he was ejected. But come on, now you get the NBA got to give Denver a chance on that one. And right. And as we speak. Atlanta has just closed the game to two, 77 75, 206 left. Mm. Yep. Uh, and Bogdanovich just hit another three. Or was that Kevin Herter? I can't, I couldn't really see. But it's now a two point game. Let me give me some play by play right now. All right. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no way. There, I mean, this is just no way. It just, just did, did not make sense. Did not make sense. Now, speaking. Speaking of things that didn't make sense, did Chris Paul get some uh, magic youth beans, or did he find the find the fountain of youth? With my goodness, thirty-seven. That man is the point God. He's balling. Is it too early for awards? It is never. <laughs> it is never too too early for awards. Go ahead. Give, go okay. Ahead. All right. So my my first award not only for this episode, but my first positive award, the Adam Gates, why are you still here? Award is going to none other than Chris Paul. Um, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, la- ladies and gentlemen, I usually don't give this award to anybody in a positive light, but Chris Paul, not only why is he still here now? I'm starting to question. Why doesn't he have a ring? Um, and we're going to get into it a little bit later, but my bold prediction um, is if, if Brooklyn can't get past this round, which it doesn't look like, but we, we'll get there. Phoenix is going to win the NBA championship this year. That is my bold prediction. And you're going to see a lot of State Farm commercials. A lot of State Farm commercials all fucking summer. And that, that's all I'm going to say. But You know what? It's not even a bold prediction. I see it as fact. I see it as I, They look good, Q. I see it as they look really because, good. I mean... Knowing their defense is impeccable, in that's, it, and that's what I was. 
I was just going to say that, that I think that Phoenix has the most underrated defense in the playoffs right now. Agreed. But you, but you know what? It, it, and that was the entire season. Denver, uh, not Denver. Phoenix's defense was an elite all season long. All season. But no one really talked about it. I mean, people was wondering, like, why are Phoenix games so, so low scoring? Because their defense is that good. Yep. And Shake Milton just missed the three. Trey Young's bringing the ball up court and loses it, hit from behind. Yeah, they just hit from a three. Behind. Okay, it's a little delay. And yeah, Tobias Harris is hitting All right, so that's. So I, I'm with you, Greg, 100% that if, if Brooklyn does not escape out of the East, if they don't escape this this series that they're currently in, which we are talk about next, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix Phoenix is going to win their first title. Absolutely, I can't wait, can't wait. Um, but again, like a little bit later on, when we make unpopular opinions and shit like that, yeah, we're going to talk because. Mm-hmm. 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 Right now, <laughs> go ahead and speaking. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we do have a lot to talk about. But going and let's get let's get into this 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 Brooklyn Milwaukee series. It was a two zero lead. It was looking really really bad for for Milwaukee. The first two, the first, the second game, game two, they got absolutely cratered out of the sky by Brooklyn, and then the injuries happened. Started to happen again. So James Harden was the first victim. He's out with hamstring injury. Brooklyn is not trying to tell us that it's torn, <laughs> but clearly, if he's not done, I mean, he's done for the series. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, but he could very well be done for the playoffs. That's a torn, that's a torn hamstring. There's no yeah. like every game you rule him out before like, a day, the day before every game. That's a torn hamstring. The only yep. thing that Steve Nash has said is he's progressing. That's he's it. progressing. Right. Right. That's a torn hamstring. Just like, yeah. you know, in the season with LeBron and that ankle. Oh, it was a high ankle sprain. No, that that ankle was broke. It was broken. Yep. Yep. Did they say it was like, they used the metaphor like it was hanging off the bone? It was. A, that, that's it, pretty. It, they said it was a great four strength. Grade four sprain, high ankle sprain. Grade four is pretty much saying, yeah, it's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, have to, I have to add something to this to this story. Um, you, you know, I'm not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan. Uh, I'm, I'm really not. But um, this person doesn't even deserve a war because it's an absolute piece of shit take from someone who honestly we, we don't care for much um he's praised in boston for the little that he did in boston he's kind of like the like talking about big baby yes yes uh glenn big baby davis um what we don't do is we pray on somebody's downfall even as much as we hate kyrie Irving, and me you know i gotta speak for me i'm not his biggest fan but what we're not going to do is say you know the shit that you've said like him stomping on like the mascot i get it you know a couple weeks ago I felt like he was a piece of shit for that. But saying it was karma for doing that, that's what we we don't do that, man. Not here on the sports desk, not here in general. And as men, like that's the imagine going and you know, like someone saying that you being injured was your fault because of something you may have done weeks ago. And it was karma. 
that is really know, fucked you know up. It, no, it is. Yeah. And I can't go. Let's go even deeper into that. Kyrie's injury, Kyrie's injury was because of Giannis him stepping on Giannis' big ass foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we all know yeah. that Giannis, we all know that Giannis is the woke. Yep. And like, but that 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 wasn't his fault. Like that ankle injury, I you know I give Kyrie shit all the time. He is forever yep. Mr. PTO himself. But come on, come on, Big. Like going like Big Baby, what what have you done in the last five Shit, that's like it. Ten years. The last ten years. Wait, I can't even remember you. I don't even remember you in the league anymore. Yep. <laughs> like that's how terrible that dude was, man. Like, come on, come on. Yeah. It, it just it sucks knowing that there like are humans out here that you know, like we we can talk about Kyrie being a piece of shit and like his antics and stuff like that. But when it comes to like injuries and you know stuff that honestly nobody can. <clears throat> That's, it's really right. fucked up. Like when he had, when he had, I want to say he had a death in the family a couple seasons ago. Nobody was like shitting on him for that. Now when he does take PTO for just random ass fucking shit, yes, we're, we're going to crack our jokes because that's what we do. Um, Kyrie Irving has a lot of con- you know of content that we can actually say it's funny, it's laughable. But right outside, yes. yeah, but out, outside of that, man, like it actually hurt me because I'm like, yo, like I'm actually campaigning for Kyrie being right. And he didn't even say shit. It's like, yo, some things you just don't do, and that one. Like, it, it just it speaks to the stigma that Boston already has. Like, because exactly. now, you know, that's why we they, have people say, oh, go ahead. Why, I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. But that's exactly why, like, the top priority for Brad Stevens is to hire, is to, is to hire a black head coach. Yep. But that's the thing. Hiring a black coach for a team that's already 92% black, it's like, okay, that was one supposed to happen. Um, but two, it's like you're doing damage control, not because you want the team to be better. You want a black coach so people will forget the fact that the team is racist. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen. That doesn't change it, shit. Exactly. And to go back on your, to go back and defending um, Kyrie, Mr. PTO himself, like everyone knows, my disloyal, just, just, just. Uh, I ain't gonna say hatred. But I don't like Paul George. <laughs> you know, I yeah. you know my nickname for him, Paula. Oh yeah, I call him Paula. I call him Paula, and it, but I I do that in terms of his game. Like when I'm describing his game, I use I, I use female pronouns because I I think he's a garbage basketball player. But I would never talk about the person. I would never make it personal. It's about his game. Like that's what athletes. You know, I played. You know, I, I play sports. Criticize me if I have a bad game. Criticize me if I don't run well. Criticize me if I don't do something if, if, if you know, I shit the bed athletically. Don't make it personal. You ain't yep. got to make it personal. And, and like, you know, I talk shit about Paul, Paul George all the time, but it's always about his game and how he doesn't step up in the playoffs and how he exactly. he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be the 1A and, and, and let the 1A in L.A., and and he never showed, and, you know, he, he pick and chooses his time to show up. Yep. I can, we can talk about that all day. Like that, that could be a whole show, right. whole show in itself, but I never make it personal. You know, I never make it, I never talk personally about him. Like, oh, he's a horrible person. He's not, I can, I can 99.999% say he's not a horrible person. Horrible basketball player. 
that's plausible. But our mm-hmm. person, no, like don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't make it personal yeah. when it. Yeah, you don't make things personal when it comes back to athletes. Like talk about their yeah. athletic achievements or, or downfalls, but don't make it personal. Glenn, yeah. right. For me, talk about my. Go ahead, Greg. Go, go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say my personal opinion on that is when it comes to personal shit, the only way you make things personal is if they bring their personal into their game. That, that's the only way I can do it. Like there are right. athletes who honestly like the shit that they do outside of their sport when it becomes like detrimental to the game, then yeah, it's like, okay, now we have to speak on that shit. AKA like Deshaun Watson, like shit like that. It has to be talked about because we're no longer just talking about the player. We're talking about the character. And the right. person's character behind it. So we, ha- we have to dictate the words that we say without being too disrespectful, but still letting you know, hey, this person might be a piece of shit. Um, Kyrie, yeah, sometimes he, he can be a piece of shit because, you know, a lot of stuff that he says, in my personal opinion, is disingenuous. It's just him trying to, like, stand out. But what we don't do is we injured family and stuff like that. It's like, yo, like, that's a, it's a step a little bit too far for me. And, you know, Big Baby, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a nice guy. But for a dude named Big Baby to say the shit that he said, it's like, no. Like, you're named Big Baby for a reason. <laughs> like, come on right. now. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right. So, no, let's bring it. Let's bring. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Talking about the the, the next prospects of beating of you know, we know that. So we know that Kyrie is out tomorrow. Well, he's out for Game Five. Um, James Harden hasn't been ruled out of Game Five yet, but don't expect him to play. Kansas well, I think I actually, I think I actually saw something earlier said that he is out for tomorrow already. Yep. yep. Oh. Yeah. Um, Steve Nash just announced, uh, according to Yahoo Sports, Kyrie Irving is out for Game Five. No idea whether he will return in the Nets Buck series. So there's pretty much just plan on KD being the the show. For the rest of right. the series, um, because it, it doesn't make any sense right now for, you know, Brooklyn to even like try to sniff bringing them back with the potential to lose out on them in future series. So it's better to just hope that you win this series and you have that three game break, that three day break for people to seemingly be healthy. So right now it's, it's just not looking promising for Brooklyn, but it's looking great for me because I'm not watching that fucking Kyrie movie. Okay. But that's another so- story. <laughs> Uh, and so, yes, yeah, so I see it now at 512 Fantasy Labs tweeted that James Harden was ruled out for uh, game five. Okay, so does Brooklyn have enough with just KD and inconsistent Joe Harris right now who's shooting bricks to beat the Wotes and the Bucks? No. Tomorrow. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think they have a chance whatsoever. Is it yeah, is the series even yet? Or it is two, yes. it is two two. It, it is it's two two. So wait, so if they win tomorrow, what are they're in Milwaukee right now, right? For game four. Uh, uh the, the, the game is it one 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 one? no, they no, it just it's it's shifting back to Brooklyn for game five. Right. Oh yeah. Damn, if Brooklyn lose in Brooklyn then they gotta go back to Milwaukee. Yeah, the series is over. Um yeah. Unless KD and you know, you know, shout out to Fanduel, I will be playing them because boy, if <laughs> KD ends up having a fucking fifty-two point game, yeah, yeah, you know what? You I, know what? I, I, I think. He, go ahead, no, Q. Go, go ahead, look. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, the if Brooklyn has a chance to win tomorrow, 
uh, Katie's going to have to score 52 or maybe even 60 because I really don't know who else you on the team. You know what? I think score 62, but I think that falls right in the, right in the Milwaukee's game plan. Like, let Katie go yeah. off. Right. Stop everybody else. Exactly. Because I, I, I mean, so, they don't have another bona fide superstar. You know, I oh, mean, Blake man. Griffin pretty much passed his prime. So, you know, and but Joe Harris and Joe Harris isn't hitting shots. Right. Shots, so, so, hey, Lou, yeah. you, you mentioned you mentioned mm-hmm. um, someone by the name of Blake Griffin. Can you repeat what you just said a second ago? Because I need Q to hear that again. Um, Q, uh, Lou is going to repeat what he said about Blake Griffin one more time so you can hear it so I'm not the only person who agrees. I uh, I believe Blake Griffin is way past his prime. Injuries I, have taken that man down. It, yeah, I know, I know. I'm, fu- I'm fully in agreement with that. So, <laughs> so what, Greg is, what Greg is referencing, I said on last week's episode <laughs> that Blake Griffin was having a, uh, was having a resurgence. And in ways, yes. But Father Time has not been kind, and it not, neither has the injury bug been kind to Blake. Right. Straight up. <laughs> I hate you sometimes, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right. So, all right. So, okay. So we're. I think we're all in agreement that Brooklyn has no chance. Unless absolutely, um, unless agree, uh, Kyrie or Harden, and actually not even Kyrie. Harden is the Harden is the beard is 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 the X factor. If he comes yes. back, I think he, I think that unlocks a lot more for, for that unlocks a whole lot for Brooklyn. Because yeah. you know, but if he's if it it's what I think is true, he has a sore hamstring. They're done. Mm. Get ready for me. Get, be like the Lakers. Get ready for that shoe. Uh, okay, hold on. Before we move on, I have to give another award since we're in we're in this section. Um, in this section, um, I have to give the Bill O'Brien. You know, you done fucked up right award to Kevin Durant. I have to give it to Kevin Durant. Um, because there was an article by the uh the Athletic that said, and I quote: After PJ Tucker's incident. The net security guard tied to Kevin Durant is suspended for the rest of the series. I did not know this, but the security guard, Anwan Lambert, 35, was hired by the team at the request of Durant after he worked for Durant personally. It is common in the NBA for teams to hire the personal security of their stars and has been for decades. However, um, he will not be allowed to work any more games inside of Milwaukee's Fiserv Forum and will not be permitted courtside in Brooklyn's Barclays Center, the NBA says. After going nose to nose with PJ Tucker, yeah, um, I, I saw that. That is that is crazy. We've gotten to the point where your you, your friend, like your friends, with like the security, and then you're going and having them bully players that you're opposing. Yeah, right. Katie. Yeah, that that was kind of fucked up. So he, yeah, he's getting I, I, that award for me. I, I, I said, look, rush, rush out. No, I just saw that. But like, I didn't know whose body. I thought I just thought he was like you know security or whatever. And when he came, rushed out, and he basically slammed into PJ Tucker, I was like, "That's not security. That's got to be somebody's bodyguard," you know. But I, yep. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the whole story until it came out the day or two later. So that's crazy. Yeah. 
Well, that that was my award for him. Honestly, like I mean, we've seen worse, so it it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But he's still definitely getting an award for me. And Katie is getting the blame because he knows that guy, and he knew exactly what he was doing when he all you know he got into that altercation with PJ Tucker standing right there. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely, right, absolutely, <laughs> yep. All right, so <clears throat> we have Phoenix. Our hot take for NBA is Phoenix is going to win the title. <laughs> Brooklyn is finished. And let's get to this comment that I believe is, is, is I believe is an NBA comment. There we go. It's definitely not gonna be Brooklyn. <laughs> they all broke up and hurt and shit. <laughs> Straight up! And there we are. <laughs> there we had it. All right, so I don't think there's any much I don't think there's much more uh, we need to talk about the NBA. Uh, we can get into like coaching and coaching searches next week. So that's whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hold on, sorry, I got, I got to interject. We do have one thing. You mentioned this, Q, two weeks ago when we were talking when Harden was healthy, and you were talking about the foul shots and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this is breaking news. The NBA is planning on restricting the unnatural shot motion, uh, motions that are meant to draw fouls. So basically the Harden rule. Like you said, so again, we need to get a fucking soundboard for Q. Because Q was right. This motherfucker called it and said, in the offseason, though, you said in the offseason, they're going to change this rule for Harden and Trey Young because of the foul shots. And the, fifth, what is it, 15 attempts a game? Uh-huh. I didn't expect them to actually do this shit. Oh, it, it comes it's, all- like, it's been, <laughs> this whole playoffs. That, that is why, that is why Trey Young has been going off. Like, he may not yep. have been, he may not be hitting it. His shot may not be falling. He's getting to the line. Yeah. Whew, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a, a wild off season this year. Oh yeah, Harden will. Yeah, and, and, and it's named athlete for him. All right. So, with that being said, we have another fellow brain. You know, you done fucked up award nominee in the name of Le'Veon. Who are you, Bell? And it's quiet. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> when was he relevant in the NFL again? Please, please someone remind me. <laughs> please, someone remind me. So, uh, okay, about I, three seasons I, ago. <laughs> okay, and, yeah. I can speak on this actually. Go because go. I am, uh, full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a diehard Steelers fan. Okay. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. So I was there when they drafted Le'Veon Bell and he played the five years in Pittsburgh. Now where it all went downhill for him, uh, right before his last season, I believe he got pulled over for speeding, had weed in the car and he didn't do any jail time or nothing like that. But then that season, that's towards the end of the season, he was demanding that, you know, well, I'm going to hold out next year. You know, he let them know before the end of the season that he was going to hold out. And as soon as he did that, then, you know, as the offseason was going on, he was claiming, oh, well, I'll be there week one. I promise you, you know, book it, everything like that. And then he decided to hold out week one, into week two, into week three. And then he just said, you know, fuck it. I'm not playing at all this year. And then he went and signed with the Jets. That was his downfall right there. Absolutely. Because Pittsburgh Pittsburgh actually offered him more money than what the Jets paid him. 
Of course. But yep. for some reason, he didn't want it. He didn't want to stay in Pittsburgh. And I believe that was his downfall right there. It's not even that. Yep. Like, the dude was being, he was, first of all, he was being greedy. Second of all, he must have forgot that he plays a position that is now devalued in the NFL. Absolutely. No team team anymore, unless you are Christian McCaffrey, and even that is a question mark now because of of the injury mark season Mm -hmm. last year. No team is is paying a running back over $5 million a year. No. I mean, what's their life? Not not their life expectancy, but their playing time for a running back is – I mean, when they're in their prime, it has to be anywhere from two to four years because of injuries, right? Yeah. And because of the physical the physical toll that running backs take. Like, yeah, yeah. Their, career, their careers are extremely short. Yeah. Extremely the, short. Yeah. With Le'Veon, I just felt like his style of play has expired and his mm-hmm. shelf life on any other team that was not the Pittsburgh Steelers was not long. And like the same thing is going to happen with James Conner. If he goes anywhere else, he won't fit a scheme because the other teams in the NFL don't play that way. Steelers are kind of like, you know, head down, move forward. And I appreciate that style of football because that's where it's just been for them. And they're not changing. I'm completely fine with that. However, when it comes to Le'Veon, like you said, like you went to Adam Gates. He has an award on our show, which you already know. He's uh, Anyway, I ain't going to get too far into that. But basically... When it comes to Le'Veon, don't be surprised if not only are we not talking about him, be surprised at the fact that LaShawn McCoy will still be on a roster this season and Le'Veon Bell won't. That's yeah, he's, he's unemployed. Like, you're unemployed. Like, how do you think that helps you? Like, Andy Reid is one of the most respected coaches in the National Football League. Yes. He has a coaching but, tree that, that is longer than a, than a Redwood. Like, you really cute. think talking shit about Andy Reid is going to help you get a exactly. job. Exactly. Ex- I, I need somebody to make this make sense to me. LaShawn McCoy has gotten two Ooh. rings back to back. Back to back. Sorry. Oh, I, I saw I saw the play too. Go ahead. Breaking news. Atlanta. Breaking news. They've yeah. taken the lead. Yo. As they should. If they want it bad enough, this is the game to go get it. I do not need them to go back to Philly and try to get that shit. Take that shit right. even. But right. um, you know, my, my final thought on this whole yeah, my my final thought when it comes to Le'Veon Bell, um, he is a good fit for the XFL because he is. <laughs> not, I don't even want to say he's washed up. He he had what twenty five carries for two touchdowns and was I think he had like three hundred yards the entire season. Um, he's washed. It's, he's washed. And I think my issue with him is you blamed the quarter. I'm sorry, not the quarterback, the coach. Who brought you in? Who wanted you? And he, not only did he want him, Q, here's the thing. You went to a team that already had four running backs. Four. And three of them were wide receivers, and the other one is fucking, come on. Like, everybody can run on that team. They didn't need you. All you need to do is honestly be on the team and win. If they would have won a Super Bowl, he wouldn't have said shit. He'd be like, oh, Le'Veon Bell got a fucking Super Bowl ring. So does JaVale McGee. He got a fucking ring. You know, the NBA, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, but Le'Veon still had stock. Like, you could have put Le'Veon on the Colts this season. Like, even if the Chiefs said, you know what, we don't want you back, the Colts could have got him. Honestly, Buffalo could have went and got him because they need 
somebody to back up Devin Singletary, in my personal opinion. Like, I would just love to have a Le'Veon-style running back in Buffalo because you know for a fact that he's going to run between the lines and, more importantly, like, he's durable. But the issue is you can't get out of your own way. And he's also, All you have to do is, he's also a good ca- pass-catching pass exactly. running back. But that's yeah. the thing. You ruin, you ruin your stock talking about the one coach who has won in the last three years consistently and said that he's the problem. Sir, 20, <laughs> two, two touchdowns, less than 300 yards. It, it's, it's not up to him at that point. And then if he says, oh, I didn't get a chance – you got a got chance it. to play with the Chiefs and do nothing. And yo, can you imagine having a full time job and just say, you know what? All you have to do is show up. Occasionally, we'll ask you to do shit, but you know what? You're getting paid to do nothing. That is a dream job. Le'Veon Bell could literally. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Greg. Good. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, I think honestly, the only reason he signed with Kansas City was so he could sit back and get a ring because he. Everybody thought Kansas City was going to win a Super Bowl that year, yeah, last year. So I honestly believe he signed with them just thinking, just give me whatever and I'll just ride the bench. I'll go in occasionally, play a little bit, and, you know, we'll get our ring. And there, I got my Super Bowl ring. So, yep. Mm -hmm. But, and then he ran into a buzz all named Thomas Exactly. Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Q, do me a favor really quick. Can you run? I know you know it. Who are the running backs for Kansas City? Because Clyde, like the Clyde last Edwards time I checked, <laughs> Clyde Edwards Hill. Go ahead. He's going to be he'll be the lead back Excuse this year. Me. Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got Edwards Hilaire, Damian Williams, and I forgot who the third who the third back was. There, I think it's Daryl Williams too. There's two Williams on Kansas City. Oh yeah, I, I do remember that. So I got to look it up too. So shit. Oh my god. So yeah. Um, Daryl Williams, the, the other, they have Daryl Williams, they have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the other Williams, apparently he got traded. Um, oh, I yeah, guess Damian, this was in the yeah. offseason. Damien, yeah, Damien Williams opted out last year and then they yep. traded him in the offseason. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. But here's the thing they have Darwin Thompson as well, um, that they picked up from San Francisco. No, they picked Elijah McGuire and Jerick McKinnon both up from San Francisco. Here's the thing they don't need neither one of them, neither one because no, you know who they nope. got. Patrick Mahomes. You know who else they got? Tyreek Hill. This motherfucker runs so fast that when they try to slow it down in replays, it don't work. They just got to play them. They have to play the regular play. An extra, <laughs> an extra, they got to slow it down to extra super slow motion. Yeah. Man, they were bad. like, oh, oh, he ran 37 miles per hour. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, the road runner doesn't do that, but he does. So, <laughs> I don't forget I, about honestly, the best, I, don't forget about the best tight end in the league. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. With, with that being said, though, you know, my pick still stands, though. Buffalo is going to blow them out of the water this year. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that when we actually get to NFL predictions later on in the summer. But, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. How do you ruin your – now he's going to go back to Pittsburgh. That's the only place that's going to take him back. I, no, no, I hope not. not. No, not. Yeah, not, not with our first-round draft pick we just got. That is true, too. Najee Harris. Yeah, yeah, Najee Harris. Yeah. And, yeah, and to uh, go back when you were talking about earlier, Greg, about James Conner, he did sign with somebody else already. Wait, I don't know if it was. Yeah, okay, I think he, he either with, signed with uh, Arizona or Miami, maybe. My, no, Miami. Signed with Miami. Was it Miami? Okay. Wow. Wow. So, I can double. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll fact check that in a second. But 
That's um, fine. Yeah, Le'Veon, Le'Veon's career is over. It's over. Bye. Uh, so, hold on. Before we, I can fact check. He signed with the Arizona Cardinals on a one-year deal. Okay. Damn, James Conner. Fuck. I think that Damn, I like them, too. Arizona. Shit. Man, oh, man. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> can't we're wait. still waiting on number 11. Still yeah. waiting on number 11. Mm-hmm. But, like, for as, you know, Ryan Zimmerman said, I'm just employee number 11. We're, Arizona is still waiting on employee number 11 to, to say if he's, if he's going to pitch it up for one more season. Yeah. I just wait wait, I didn't realize Arizona they picked up Colt McCoy as the backup court. Jesus, who don't they have? God, they got AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Kashawn Johnson. They still have Larry Fitzgerald. They have Christian Kurt, Max Williams. I actually might have to pull out my Arizona Cardinal jersey for once. Just just one time though. Just once. Mm-hmm. Did you say AJ Green also? Yes. AJ Green. Yes. <laughs> Yep. And, don't and AJ Green too. Don't forget on defense, JJ Watt. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think Arizona's all in. <laughs> they better be. <laughs> yeah, they 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 want to win they it. They have now. no choice. They have no choice now because. But but Kyler, then something that is, might backfire on them is: Did you hear what Kyler Murray just came out and said the other day? That yep. he still has a desire to play baseball. I think that's why they're trying to get him. To, to, they're trying to get a ring this year before he, well, that yeah. happens. I mean, still Kyler Murray, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm saying like, so you got Kirk on his rookie contract, Kyler's on his rookie contract. This is his third year, so he's contract, so he's extension eligible after this season. Arizona better be all in because this is the last year that. Yeah, this was their last free spending year. Because they're going to have to, if, if Kyler doesn't decide to go to, baseball, to play baseball and he gets that extension, Arizona's going to have no money. Agreed. They're going to be yep. way over the cap. All right, so I really <clears> want to talk about this, but I have to talk about this because, you know, he, that, that Aaron Rodgers guy is pretty good. Green Bay, just trade him. Just trade him. At this point, just trade him. Do you agree with this? Agree. No, I absolutely agree. agree. Yes, yes. Because After all like, he's done for that organization, just trade them. I mean, like Ted Thompson coming in, coming coming out. I think it was yesterday, yesterday or the day, saying, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a, is a is a little bit to handle. Like he's your franchise quarterback. You're saying it? Come on now. You're supposed to be trying to make the man happy, not further alienate him. They already didn't do that by drafting the receiver. They already alienated him last year by drafting Jordan Love. They've alienated him before by not giving him a, 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 a wide receiver two to that and putting scrubs around Devontae Adams. Come on. Like, at this point, just trade the man. Trade him to Denver. Trade him to wherever. Shit, trade him to Washington. We need a quarterback. We, we don't need a quarterback right now. We, we are going to need a quarterback after this year, after Ryan Fitzpatrick, has, after Ryan Fitzpatrick has a career year. But Fact. just trade him. 
we could take him in Pittsburgh too, because I know our quarterback, he's been done. I wish he would have retired, but Yeah, like like or, or shit, trade him to New Orleans. So that so that he can go up twice twice a year against against Thomas Edward uh, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. But just he just got to go. Like I like you know you know what you drafted you drafted Jordan Love. You did like you did Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers. Just go like go all in. Go feet first. Go in feet first and say, "Hey, Jordan Love is our quarterback." By by in. But you know what? On first take today, so um, Marcus Spears was saying, you know what? He should just play this. He should just play this year out um, because any team that needs a quarterback are going to back at the Brinks truck for Aaron Rodgers next season. I'm kind of in an agreement, like, but at this point, like that that the the Packers are so toxic when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. They need to get rid of him now, just for the sake of the team, and the sake of their young, in the sake of their young quarterback. Absolutely how, um, agree. How many years has Devontae Adams been in Green Bay? I think this is seventh season. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they lose Aaron Rodgers, then I'm. Well, I mean, you know, I can't guarantee it, but I think Devontae Adams. Uh, play takes a big dive. Um, oh, Devont- oh, but Devontae I mean, Adams you- already said Devontae Adams already said like, that's my guy. So if they do, when they do trade Rogers, they got to trade Devontae Adams too. Right. It's a I mess. Mean, it's just, it's, it, it, I know it, that it is. It, it's like the Trump administration—a complete shit show in Green Bay. <laughs> Complete shit show. Yes. Anyway, all right. So, uh, we were going to do some prediction, some predictions, but I think we're going to uh, let's push that back a few weeks. Um. Uh, moving on to, so you know, this weekend the the, the Euro, um, the UEFA Euro started, tournament started over across the pond and it was a very scary moment um that took place yeah uh it was that saturday <clears throat> um where yep. one of the top yeah one of the top player one of the top players uh, i can't remember his name right now um collapsed and that actually was in cardiac arrest on the pitch um they were able to revive him um but that was an incredibly scary moment the man could have died right there um but thank god for the advances in medical technology, aka the defibrillator, they were able to shock him back to life. Um, he's doing okay now, um, but scary moment. Very yeah, scary moment. Um, yes. you know, prayers up to Christian Erickson. That that's his name. Um, Thank you. I can I couldn't yeah. remember it. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I muted for a second, so I couldn't like catch it really quick. But he. Uh, there's a lot of controversy about it right now. Um, I'll say I what I have to, to say, but yeah, I, you know, we can talk about that next. But basically, when it came to the play, I, you know, my wife and I are sitting here watching it, and um, I've never like had to potentially watch someone die on like live TV 
since Bret Hart. Like that was something I vividly remember seeing. Um, like I, I can actually picture where I was when I saw that moment. So the Christian Erickson thing, I, I, I feel like it was very distasteful for ESPN to even continue showing that for the sake of generating views to the point where it was number three in trending topics because Euro football, um, Euro football, when it comes to that, like it, it doesn't really highlight when it comes to like trending topics. What it did that day. And the only reason why is because people were saying the words seizure and collapsing and Christian Erickson and things like that. He's in good spirits, which I'm happy about. You know, he did open his eyes maybe like 15 minutes after they went off field. And then they came back like, I think it's like an hour, hour and a half later to continue the game, which was great. My issue, though, is ESPN. I feel like when something like that happens, we don't need to continuously talk about it on (laughs) air as the shit is actually going on. Um, well, they did the same thing with the PG. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if, if, if a player, if an athlete has a very serious injury, just, like, I know you were just about to talk about that, that PG, that PG injury back in, back in, uh, back in 2000, was that 13? We, yep. Yeah. Or even like the, um, you know, any major injury, like, don't show it. It's already like if people saw it in real time, it's already traumatic. If you know, and <clears throat> like you don't need to keep repeating it. You don't need to keep um, you know showing the replay. I know, you know, like the I mean, look at uh, look at Dak Prescott's injury yeah. last year. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I get there maybe one or two times where a, a network will show uh, an injury, but. If you can immediately see, oh, this is bad, they don't show replays of it anymore. They don't show replays of it anymore because it's like we know it's bad. It's everyone's talking about it. And soon, like if if you see athletes tweeting prayers up, you know it's yep. bad injury. Right. Yep. At some point, you just you know right from wrong. And ESPN, the only reason they kept doing it is because they realized. It was generating views. We, we don't exactly. you have the views already. You, you have them. You already have people watching your channel. How about just panning away from the actual scene instead of zooming in to see him like fucking having a seizure? Go and say, you know what? Instead of showing the feel, how about we talk about it in commentary like other fucking channels would do? I've never seen ABC exactly. have this issue. I've never seen Fox Sports have this issue. Only ESPN. The, the one job you have is to actually commentate on sports and you can't even do that shit right piece of shit man i'm yeah i'm not a fan of how they handle that at all i, I completely agree. agree with you I, I, agree. I agree i didn't even watch the play but it, when my phone starts blowing up like a christmas tree say you know it's bad you know i don't even see at that point i don't need to see it i know it's bad like why would i want to why would i want to potentially see someone die on on the court, on the pitch, on the field, whatever, on the on the on the on the baseball diamond, wherever. Exactly. I, I don't need to see it yeah. because I already what? know because your tweet because there is alert and tweets and all this that lets me know. Oh, this is really, really yeah. bad. Yeah, this is really, I, I think really serious. What would really like you know put me over the edge? They brought his fucking wife on the field, brought her on the field, and like. The player, some players went over to her, and you could see she was visibly like shaken up about it. 
imagine being on camera for the entire fucking world to see that you could potentially lose your fucking husband on a soccer field mm-hmm. and they are recording that like the decorum was it was non-existent um i, I i'm trying not to like make it like escalate when it comes to this but that could have been any of us and we mm-hmm. you, it, it happens like it yep. happens every day people die every day but this shit isn't recorded for them to replay that shit later like ESPN, I guess they like they figured out, you know what, this is actually a bad thing. So we can't put this in our top ten. Like they probably would have if it would have been a fucking injury or something like that. But the fact that we're talking about it right now and they're still replaying like little captions of it, they won't show the physical, like, you know, him being on the ground, but they are showing the plays that happened leading up to it. Why are you doing this? ESPN, you, you have to do better, man. I, I'm just not really a fan of how they operate. And, you know, they've had a history over the past four or five years of just doing fucked up shit to either their cast, the people who work for them, and more importantly, the players who actually interact with them. The one thing that they do is interact with athletes, and they can't even do that right. ESPN is not long for the world. I understand they're owned by Disney and shit, but sometimes it's time for it to end. Hopefully it ends for ESPN soon, because, God, that was some piece of shit move for them. I agree, Greg. I agree. I agree. Alright, so <clears throat> now to the main event of the day. UFC 254. Woo! There's so much we can talk about this. But first, I want to go to the title of the show. McKinney. If you are watching, so Terrence McKinney came out within seven seconds of the first round and knocked, like absolutely knocked two out with an amazing, with an amazing two piece. And yeah. but then after he, after he, after the fight was was stopped, it while he while, while celebrating, he jumps up to the top of the octagon and jumps off and dislocates his knee. absolute the dumbest fucking shit i've ever seen um <laughs> like you know i, I you know I, I was just very sentimental about the the last subject this is just fucking stupid <laughs> i'm sorry like as many people have done this so, shit they so, they, continue, so, they they continue to tell people to not do the shit it's like oh it. you realize <sighs> just don't do it just don't do it so can we give that was my nominee for the Gilbert Arena Goon, Goon Award, the goofball of our nationality. Can we give it that? Yes, he, yeah, that is a collective. He's definitely getting the Goon Award. What the f- <laughs> That was he fucking stupid. He, he could actually be a nominee for the Nick Young Never, uh, Never Too Soon Award, too. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he could get two in one night. No, but here's the thing. Now he with the UFC and their rules when it comes to like injuries, like he can't fight for six months. He won't be able to fight until twenty twenty two. And he was slated to fight in October. So like how do you how do you get the bag, fumble his, the bag, and this right. it was his it was his UFC debut. <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> so, some somewhere somewhere Sage Northcutt is literally laughing at this shit. Um Ronda Rousey is somewhere laughing at this shit. All, all the, the terrible UFC fighters who honestly just keep getting bags from them with replays and stuff like that, they're looking at him and I'm like, yo, what the hell? 
Okay, Q, Q saying, Q screaming, so news. go ahead, Q. Yeah, so breaking news. So the, the, the Sixers had the ball with 15 seconds left. Joel and B went in for a layup, got blocked. Uh, Tobias Harris tried for the rebound, he missed. And now it is Hawks ball with 7.8 seconds left. And Philly is out of timeouts. They just use their, yeah, Philly is out of timeouts. So now they're, it's going to, so it's going to replay. It's going to replay to see who uh, touched the ball last. And it's clearly Philly. So this will be Hawks ball after the replay, after the review. All right. It's like, it's like uh, going back to Philly 2-2. All right, back to UFC. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to break that. <clears throat> I just had to come inside so I could see it. Yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful play. Uh, but Atlanta has now made it a series again. Atlanta has now made it a series again. Wait, still there? I'm st- I'm still here. I'm oh, definitely okay. still here. Okay. All Me personally, I I was at work and I had something going on, so I didn't get to watch any of it. So mm-hmm. I can't comment on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, <laughs> um, my wife and I we actually sat and we watched it. Um, I was actually really entertained with the entire battle itself, like the entire fight. Um, the the card it could have been better, but you have to. F- figure out the fact that I mean they really have McGregor fighting. I want to say it's like it's not in a week, it's like two weeks. So I'm trying to figure out exactly like if I didn't like the card or if it was just like it wasn't as stacked as I've seen all year. Um UFC has pretty much done, you know, two titles every pay-per-view. I'm sorry, like every main pay-per-view this year. And this one, even though it had two big fights, I feel like a lot of them, they didn't need to happen. I didn't need to see Adesanya fight, to be personally honest with you, because we already knew the outcome. So I didn't want to see, I honestly don't really want to see Adesanya fight for the rest of the year. He, he's no longer entertaining to me. He's just like annoying. It's like when you watched um, Demetrius Johnson fight. It's like you already know you're going to be bored by it and you already know the outcome. So why are we even watching this shit? Same thing with Floyd. You know a Floyd Mayweather fight. It's going to be the exact same fucking thing. Adesanya, same thing. At least John Jones makes it look like they could possibly beat him. Adesanya is just, it's crystal clear. He's the best in his division. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. Nate Diaz, I, I think he just honestly, he, he might, his, his elevator don't leave the lobby w- without being disrespectful. <laughs> like, he, he likes being punched. What, what is wrong with this dude? Like, sometimes I watch him fight and I was like, okay, he's intentionally walking into the punches. 
he, he wants to be hit. And I was like, you know what? Fine. If that's what you want to do, you like to bleed. He, yo, he was bleeding and happy about it. I don't want to bleed. <laughs> he loves that. He licks his own blood. He, so either he's a vampire, a serial killer, or he just honestly likes the taste of himself. And I'm pause. I have to say that because, you know, somebody be like, Greg, you say uh, a man likes the taste of himself. But you know what the fuck I mean. But um, <sighs> UFC, I, I want Dana White to do better because he's running out of good fights because he hasn't hyped up the rest of his UFC card. He just has like his same like eight or nine people that he loves to fight. Mm-hmm. And the issue with them is they're all worn out. Uh, Amanda Nunes, she doesn't like, you know, she fights now once, maybe twice a year. And even then she, she looks so dominant. Nobody wants to watch her fight anymore. At least with Ronda Rousey, it's like, okay, she got knocked out once. So, you know, she, she might have some hope. So there's that. You got John Jones, who, you know, when he's not on the drugs, people aren't watching the fights. Um, <laughs> Daniel Co- no, no, no bullshit. No, but if, if, if you look at the history of it, when you look at like John Jones fights, the more recent fight, people don't give a fuck. They're like, yo, it's again, like John Jones, he's just going to win. It's going to go five rounds because he's not going to knock anybody out. He's like the MMA Floyd. So nobody cares in that regard. Then you have, um, what's the dude's name? Um, I just mentioned him, Adesanya. Like I told you, he, he's a boring fighter to me. I just don't care about him. He, he's just like, he's just, He's terrible to watch. It's entertaining, like, you know, it, from a WWE perspective. It's like, oh, my God, this is actually pretty entertaining. It looks normal, I guess. But other than that, fuck him. Like, you know, like I wouldn't pay to see this shit. So I, I got to run down the champions really quick because we're kind of like in that little break. Um, mm-hmm. John Jones. So when it comes to flyweights, um, Brandon Moreno is a champion. He won on Saturday. And that's great. The issue is this. Nobody in his division matters. Absolutely nobody. Like, I couldn't name somebody other than the person he fought. And I was like, you know what? So? Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the flyweights. Uh, Bantamweight, Aljamain Sterling. He won, I think, like a couple months ago. Um, in his division, he has Jose Aldo, Cody Garbrandt. He has Freddie, uh, Freddie Edgar. He has Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. He has Peter Yan. So that's probably the more stacked uh, weight class with Bantamweight. When you have Featherweight, you have Alexander Volonovsky, who is in the division with Brandon Ortega, Max Holloway, and a bunch of no-names that nobody cares about because, honestly, everybody retired from Featherweight. Everybody. Everybody's like, well, what the fuck? Nobody watches. Nobody cares about Featherweights. Um, when it comes to Lightweight, you have Charles Oliveira, who is the champion in his division. You have Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, and Conor McGregor, who is number five. How? I have no fucking clue. Don- Conor, he's lost, what, two straight fights? Um, yeah. and no three, if you include Floyd, that, that fucking fight should have never happened. And Conor McGregor is still number five, which means the UFC has a bias. They'd be like, I don't give a fuck if he can lose 12 fights. Conor McGregor will still be ranked pound for pound. Number five. It's just how they work. I don't know how they do this, but that's them. Um, money. Well, oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, there it is. Yeah. Uh, welterweight, you have Kamaru Usman, who, you know, I'm, I'm personally a fan of him, but the issue is, like, unless he's fighting Co- uh, Colby Covington, I don't give a fuck who he fights, because it's not entertaining. It, it's not entertaining. Um, you have, like, Gilbert Burns in that class. You have Stephen Thompson, who's, you know, he should have just retired four or five years ago. And then you have Jorge Masvidal. 
So basically, Kumar Usman versus a bunch of Trump supporters. And this is not a political show. I'm just telling you what it is. Kobe, <laughs> he, wore the, he, he, wore the, he wore the MAGA hat. And then uh, Ore Masvidal, he wore the same one too. Nobody gives a fuck, but hey, no big deal. Uh, I told you about Adesanya. This is his weight class. You have Robert Whitaker, Paul Acosta, and Darren Till, and Uriah Hall, a.k.a. a whole bunch of washed-up people who he's already beat. Nobody cares. Uh, light heavyweight, you have John Blavich, uh what's his name, Blachevich, whatever. Either way, nobody cares. Light heavyweight, whatever. Um, heavyweights, you have Francis Ngannou, who his weight class, you have Derek Lewis, Steve Miocic, and you have Curtis Blades. That's it. Um, the UFC, in my personal opinion, is carried by the women's division now. The reason why is because UFC let all of their top fighters or the fighters that were up and coming leave and go to Bellator or worse. When I say worse, I'm talking about they fight on like one, which is like O-N-E. You're like, what, what the fuck is this? Like, it's not even a, it's not an octagon. It looks like a, a, a lunch table that they fight in. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, like overall, man, when it comes to like the UFC, I'm, I'm really hoping that they get this shit together because they already lost out on the Adidas deal and they went with Venom, which I think was actually a, a good move because during the pandemic, Adidas probably taxing the shit out of them. So it's like, okay, great. Like we'll go with Venom. They're charging us less, but now you have ads for every fucking thing. It's like watching the walking dead. When you see a UFC fight, it's like, yo, why are there commercials every fucking two minutes? Like, Every two minutes is a fucking commercial. Like, fight already. So, you know, in my personal opinion, the UFC has a lot of changing to do, hopefully for the good. But they'll be the WWE in a year if they don't get their shit together. But that, that's my little UFC take. Okay. All right. I, 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 I respect that. Um, we, do have, we do have some comments. So let's get to those. And then, yeah. So here we go. Oh, well, then that makes all the all the more sense then if they're owned by Disney, and we know how Disney operates. So yeah, I, I, that makes complete sense because that's why I stopped fucking. Well, that ain't the reason why I stopped fucking with them. More so, like the things you're saying. But hey, time to stop fucking with them. Yeah, like I, I think he's talking about like uh, ESPN, not UFC. And for me, it wasn't even just the Disney deal with them. It was just more so the fact that. The UFC, they just, I'm not UFC, uh, Disney and ESPN, they, they just don't blend together. When you think of Disney, you think of like safe, like something that's safe. ESPN hasn't right. been safe. Like, like it, it reminds me of like when the Attitude Era for WWE became like John Cena and shit. You're like, what the fuck? What? Like, no. no I want to see, like, I want to be entertained by this shit. And, you know, Q had mentioned this. Q and I, we've talked about this over time. The more entertaining games that we see always happen on TNT or ABC or even Fox Sports. ESPN, when you turn to that, it's probably well, because know, it's the well, only channel. Well, you know, the, the games that, don't, that are on a, ABC are because ABC is, a, is, is, is Disney-owned. Yeah, but that's the thing. So, Notice it's a, it's a division. ESPN is owned by Disney. Like, ABC, yes, they have a subsidiary of Disney, and yes, they do collect the Disney check, but they also, I guess they didn't put in their contract, hey, by the way, this is the only fucking thing we can do. Like ESPN, they're pigeonholed in sports. You won't go, other than when Stephen A makes like an outrageous fucking take or something like that and makes it political, like ESPN is the one place you're supposed to go to for sports, and they give you everything but that shit. Like, yo, right. I, I just want I, I want to be here for sports. 
You're true. You're true. Like, yeah, exactly. Games, yeah, you know, the games that are on ABC are just, it, it's just a game. It's not like, that's not what they do 24 um, 7. But yeah, I mean, TNT and Turner, Turner is just like, I'm, you know what? And this wasn't this wasn't in the show it wasn't in the show notes or in the docket, but I am so excited about Turner getting the NHL con, uh, uh, con, uh, a media contract. Yes, yes. I am so excited. Did they say one that's supposed to be taking in place next season? Next season, because they're the NH, the NHL's deal with NBC. With NBC expires after the Stanley Cup. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. All right. And right, Wayne Gretzky's gonna be a yeah. serial host. The, see, the great one himself. That's how you step the fuck up. That, that yes, right. That's how you step up. You you don't and step Turner, up by right. yeah. Right. And Turner knows how to do it. Like there's a reason why inside the NBA had a four day. A four-day miniseries on them. They just know how to do it. Yep. I'm so excited to see what I'm so excited to see what what, what Turner is going to do with with the NHL. Like if they if they if they handle it like they handle the NBA, watch out. But Sky if, you know, is there's the a fucking reason, limit. You know, the, 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 like Turner is the best to do it. Like no one, no. Sh- you see how like ESPN is trying to copy off of Turner by having to jump, but the jump ain't doing ain't doing the post ain't doing the post game show. Yep. I like this. I like watching the jump, but if I had a choice between the jump and inside the inside the NBA with Shaq and with Shaq and and, and, oh. and Chuck and Kenny, I'm choosing Shaq, Chuck, and Kenny. Yeah, it's that. That's the most entertaining pregame and postgame show I've ever watched. Like literally, yep. did you watch? Love watching night? those guys. Did you watch it last night? <laughs> did you watch it last night? Yeah, I can imagine. Weather. No, so you know, with with inside the NBA in the playoffs, they have gone fishing. Like it's literally must see TV. Anything with Chuck, with Chuck, with Chuck and Shaq, because they go at each other. Like it, that, that was. Absolute gold, a gold mine. When Chuck <laughs> decided when he retired to go over to Turner, to Turner. That if they can bring, if they can, if Turner can find someone a Chuck for the for the NHL. Yeah, I'll be all over the. the yeah, I'm, I'm going to be all over that because I, I'm. Myself, I am an, an avid hockey fan too, so mm-hmm. I know I know a lot about the sport and our, and the players. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that either. All right, I, 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 I yeah, I, I can't either. All right, so uh, let's play. We got two two more comments. <clears throat> let's play this one. This one, this comment is a UFC comment. Here we go. I don't know. To me personally, I feel like the the UFC is very not like the boxing game. Because at times they do give us the fights that we want, but then it just gets boring. Like now with John Jones in the heavyweight division, obviously it's going to be John Jones and and friends and Ganu. But uh, I don't know what other fights we would we want to see except the women's. The women's are getting more and more entertaining and more 
more competitive than the men's now. Like, like fuck, look at the last uh, the last two UFC cards that main evented with women. And co-main evented yep. with women. Yep. That's, that's because the UFC, the division that they hated the most and the one that they didn't want to promote, that's all they can use now. And the reason why is because for five years, they built their brand on five names. Rousey, McGregor, Jones, Cormier, and um, Alistair Overeem. I think that's that Overeem. And what's the other dude who was like, um, um, not Brock, but the other guy. Um, either way, when it comes to the UFC, the reason why it is majority women is because the women actually fight. The men, they grapple. They, they, don't, they have no ground game. Like It's not even boxing. It's not MMA either. It's just like, yo, what are y'all doing? Y'all are dancing around each other for five fucking rounds. I don't want to yeah, see this shit. The only... Uh, what you, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. All I was, all I was going to say is, all you need is fucking Vince McMahon to stroll down and introduce them. But you have that <laughs> Bruce Buffer. So it's like, yo, it, all it is is fucking the WWE without the Titan Tron. Like, it's, right. Yeah. I just, I really hope Friday. UFC fix themselves. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they have to fix themselves, man. I agree. I agree. So let's play this one last comment, and it, and it goes back to what we, to what we were just discussing about. Turner picking up the the NHL media rights. So here we go. And also, don't forget now with Turner, because they also have TBS as well. They're doing other things like with uh, if you guys are wrestling fans, AEW. That's on TNT. But now in August, they're switching it over. I think it's in August. They're switching it over to TBS because I feel like mm-hmm. it is because of the TNHL licensing, okay. which is. Which is all right. That's yep. just what it would be for me as a wrestling fan. You, you know, you yeah. know what, you know what, I, I am not the biggest wrestling fan. Um, Greg has tried to convert me over to, to 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 like watching WWE a lot more. I am highly entertained by AEW. Highly, uh, yeah. Highly entertained yeah. by AEW. Like I'm I, right I, with I, you, Greg. I honestly believe that AEW is going to put WWE out of business. WWE is going to put WWE out of business. Exactly. No, he's that too. too. Yeah, he's exactly right. Much more entertaining. Because all all the WWE does is push out the same wrestlers every week, and just the same matches, the same people, and people are bored of it. People just get really tired of it. And with AEW, they're bringing in like all the the WWE wrestlers that were just released or just you know got out of their contract or whatever. AEW is signing them, and their their audience and everything is just growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I, I think AEW eventually is just going to be like is just going to be way 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 above WWE. With me, when it comes to the WWE, and Q will tell you, like I'm, I was the biggest fan. We used to go to the the Monday night after. I was it the uh, the send off show before WrestleMania. I would go to WrestleMania every year. Blah 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 blah. My issue with the WWE is this: um, Vince McMahon has not croaked yet, so that's definitely number one on the list. And that's not to be disrespectful, <laughs> but it, it, it's it's it, it's one thing to know it, and it's one another thing to say it. And I don't say it in any malice, but it's one of those things where everybody is waiting for this day. Everybody's waiting right. for Vince McMahon. And when I say croak, I'm not saying die. Like croak meaning fucking retire. 
Like he right. he knows he's putting out a bad product and he's been pushing himself to be sold. But here's the thing: you sell high. Vince McMahon isn't selling high right now. Raw has the worst ratings it's had in fucking eight years. It's honest. It's so bad that people are actually watching SmackDown, which is an even worse product, in my opinion. Like, I, you cannot convince me that Roman main, uh, Roman Reigns should be the face of any fucking thing. I'm sorry. You can't convince me of this shit. Um, it took them nine years to even push him into a position to actually for, for someone to care about him. Like okay, you you you've revamped him. He had to beat Brock. He had to he had to break the Undertaker. Well, he didn't even break Undertaker's streak, but he beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania in order for him to be important. And now people hate him. It's like yo, like this character's terrible. It, it's like it's like watching The Rock try to beat Triple H. That's what it feels like watching Roman Reigns. It's like yo, you're you're not the guy. So that's and, and a lot of people listen. hated. A lot of people hated Roman Reigns when he was a face, like when he was exactly. the supposedly good guy. And now they just hate him even more. Yeah. And then, like, I think the whole thing with the Roman Reigns thing is because either Vince McMahon owes, like, The Rock favors for, like, coming in for those two terrible John Cena matches or something. Because it's like, you know what? Let's put, and I don't really want to be disrespectful to their tribe or their family, but honestly, all of them are absolutely fucking terrible wrestlers. Let's just be completely honest. Tamina, absolutely terrible. Um, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the chick's name? Um, Nia Jax. Yo, she's always killed people before. It's like, yo, how many fucking people do you like? Are you, somebody has to literally say, you know what? All the good wrestlers that are being cut, and you let that family just be here. They're just they're just here for no fucking reason. I I get it. Why? It's because of legacy. But here's the thing: you're ruining your your parents' Product. legacy by being terrible. Yeah, like, ruining, imagine imagine product. being the kid. Yeah, you're the kids of Rikishi, and y'all, you're twins, and you're terrible. How the f- like one of you have to be good? One, both of you are terrible. You have Roman Reigns. I'm like, yo, like you have no mic skills, and they keep giving him the mic. It's been three years since they let him start speaking, and it's like, yo, you didn't learn anything yet. You didn't learn anything yet. Drew, Drew McIntyre has mic skills, and he's had them since the fucking three MB days. Since then. They moved him down to development to bring him back up. He wins the championship and it's like, no, nah, that's not enough. The, the Fiend, the best fucking thing that the WWE has done in fucking five years. You know what they said? Nah, that, that's not enough. That, that's Basically. not enough. The, yeah, the Kofi Kingston thing. They're like, okay, you know, we did it with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. You know what? Let, let's do it for Kofi. That shit lasted a hot minute and then what happens? They shit the bed. Now he's back on fucking cereal boxes being like stupid. It's like, What? What is going on? But yeah, let's, I, let's get back to Nia Jax. I'm sorry. I have to get back to Nia Jax because I hate her so much. Go right um, no, go right I'll be really right brief with her. Um, <laughs> my issue with Nia Jax is not the fact that she's a woman. Let's get that clear. It's not the fact that she's a terrible wrestler because that's not true. It is the fact that historically she injures people. Historically. And for the WWE to have all these fucking documentaries about their wrestlers having like brain injuries, they won't mention Chris Benoit because, of, you know, God forbid, whatever the fuck happened. And that's, you know, in that scenario, we can't speak about it on air because you never know. Vince might come out, be listening to podcasts who talk about it. Um, but when it comes to Nia Jax, all the injuries that she has given to female wrestlers, including the biggest names, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss. It's like, yo, she's injured people when it matters the most for them. Intentionally. You punched Alexa Bliss in the face. Like, do you realize, like, we know it's fake. Do you? Like, right. then, 
and this is not a knock on people who are plus size. And I, I'll, I'll be completely transparent. Um, she's fucking fat. I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to be completely honest here, like, when I say fat, I, I don't mean out of shape. She's fat. Like, someone say, oh, she's plus. Yes, she is. But the thing is, when you are already the biggest woman in your division in height, and you, you intentionally are going and injuring them with your weight, at that point, it's no longer, okay, she's just bigger than everybody. No, you're out of shape and fat, and they need to figure it out. Because now your weight is, like, all she has to do is literally, like, fall on somebody and injure them. And she's done that. So, again, wow. no disrespect to Nia Jax. Like, you know, she, she's a beautiful woman. Don't get me fucked up. Like, I, I would definitely say she's probably one of the better looking women on the women's division. And I'm sure she has the tangibles to be a great wrestler. But to see how they treated, um, who was the woman who she was from? Um, everybody knows who the fuck. Uh, I want to call her Karma. Um, what's that her WWE name? Karma with a K? Um God, um, I cannot think of her name. If anybody is in here right now and you watched, um, it's not AEW. What's the, what's the, the terrible, terrible one? Um, oh, um, Impact. Impact. TNA? Um, yeah, TNA. Kong. So she, Kong, Kong. Yeah, Awesome Kong. They they kicked Awesome Kong off of WWE when she was Karma then because she was overweight. She was honestly all she was was Nia Jax. And he kicked her to the curb as a result of that. So I'm kind of confused at the fact that we're, we're acting like it's okay for her to do this when they have kicked people off for less. They kicked off, um, what's his name? Um, I, I want to say fucking Brodus Clay, but I know that's not right. Um, the guy who just got cut and he was in a main event like every fucking Braun month. Le- Braun, Braun Strowman. Strowman. You kick Braun fucking Strowman off the WWE roster and Nia Jax is she's not even sweating a fucking bullet. Yo, how does she keep missing? How does she keep missing? Why do you keep paying Brock Lesnar? He comes on four times a year and it's like, yo, he's still on payroll. They've already let it leak. If and anybody here who, who does watch wrestling, let me just say, spoiler alert, Brock Lesnar, he's coming back. We we know oh, this. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. know oh, this. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and it's gonna be a whole big thing of who who is um Paul Heyman gonna pick? Is he gonna pick, you know, the what does Roman call himself? Like the, the king of bees or the, the, the head at the table or you the know, head people of the table. Stairs. What, what, either way, he's a head <laughs> ass because what the fuck? Like, come on, man. I, I just, I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, you already have, you know, Triple H is waiting for Vince to go. But here's the thing. When Vince goes, do you really think he's going to give it to Triple H? He's like, no, I gave him NXT because even though that show numbers wise is doing better. Wrestling wise, it's doing better. The women's division doing better. The men are literally leaving main roster to go back to NXT because they don't want to be at WWE. They don't want to be at Raw or SmackDown. They're going back to NXT. And Vince doesn't get any of that shit. Vince is like, you know what? Nah, let's go push the dude with that's coming to the ring and fucking flip flops. And his gimmick is to kick them before he gets in the ring. Some shit is what is his name? Riddle? Like at some point we Vince McMahon, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be as nice as I can possibly be. Shane still exists. Your daughter still exists. You know, she exists as well. I understand you don't want to give it to Stephanie because, you know, she's still married to the guy that, you know, she slept with. That was a, against company policy because he's fired people for, you know, fraternizing with their employees. You know, Vince, we, we know you. But when it comes to Vince, all I'm going to say is when he retires, he already knows what he's going to do. 
he's going to sell the company. What he did was he, he took the WWE Network and he, he nixed that. He said, you know what? We're going to put that on Peacock. So now you have to go through Peacock in order to have WWE Network. The, his next thing is he's going to try to sell it. He's trying to sell the entire thing to NBC, but the issue is NBC doesn't want it because USA still has Raw. And then you who has um SmackDown? I can't even remember. What, is Fox. it um, so Fox, Fox has it. So, so pretty much, so you have competing companies all having your brand. And I'm sure NBC, is, they want nothing to do with fucking Fox. So he has to wait these contracts out to say, you know what? How about I sell all of my shows to you, NBC, or to you, Fox? And how he has to liquidate is by letting people go. But instead of letting the ones who aren't doing anything, you're letting go of top billing, like Braun Strowman. Exactly. Only to go to AEW, and he's going to succeed. And the reason why I say he's going to succeed is because AEW has not failed with anybody that the WWE has let go. Anybody. None, none of them have failed. You know who has? Fucking Nia Jax. But she's still here. I'm sorry. That, 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 God, that hurts. It hurts to even speak her name because she's so fucking terrible. But God, like, no, no, cute, no, cute. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really, really not trying to be disrespectful. And I, I know I've gone on this like this diatribe for like ten minutes about her. But the it's issue okay. is, if if you if you go and like YouTube Nia Jax injuries, it, it's not a one. They call Nia Jax injuries nasty botches. You know who else had nasty botches? Sin Cara, and they got him the fuck out of the WWE. Nia Jax is literally every fucking week. She's this close to decapitating people. She almost broke Charlotte's neck. Wow. She, she, she's the reason Car, uh, Kyrie Zane is no longer in the WWE. Kyrie Zane was like, oh, fuck this. Like, you guys clearly don't care. Um, she injured Bailey at SummerSlam. I remember that. Charlotte Flair, she went and tried to, I don't want to say she, she tombstoned her, but she did that, um, like, what do you call it? Like the shoulder breaker and almost fucking, like, had her land on her head. Come on now. Becky Lynch, the, the punch. Everybody knows that. Amber Moon. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Isn't is Amber Moon back in NXT right now because of that shit? I think so. I, that, was, <laughs> that was in 2018. That was three years ago. Mandy Rose. She just injured. Didn't Mandy Rose just come back if she's still, if she's back? Her, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, let me see. I, I'm, let me look at the list. Zelina Vega. That, that happened evolution uh 2018 there's a laundry list of people that nia Jax is injured and i don't want to make this nia Jax show all i will say is um dwayne johnson the rock um for the legacy that he has left in the hands of his cousins and you know the, the future generations when they see that they're going to see it like i see it is the rock was the last good one out of out of that branch of family you can say roman reigns you, you could you could say, hey, Roman Reigns was good, but the thing is, will he ever be better than The Rock? The answer is absolutely not. No matter how much they try to push him, he's not the one. He has no mic skills. He has no charisma. He, well, he's honestly to, like... Oh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, to that point, to Roman Reigns' point, I think that's why they put him with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Because everybody loved Paul Heyman when he was on the microphone. Because he would just straight mm-hmm. up tell you, you know, what you want to hear. And that I think that's why they put Reigns with Paul Heyman because of that fact. Yeah, and I'm I'm usually for that, but the issue is you you literally like 
you, you take Brock, you say, you know what, Brock, take a break. We're going to have Roman work with Paul. But the thing is, Roman is so insertable in any situation because he's so cookie cutter. Like, you know, he doesn't have an identity. They literally just took Brock's thing and said, you know what? J- just make it Roman's thing. Like, do the same fucking thing because it doesn't even matter. People don't even like Roman Reigns. They like the spear. Sure. Sure. They like the spear. I- I've, n- I've never seen someone's finishing move that is the least impactful <laughs> win fights. Yo, you jump in that you purposely intentionally jump in the air to punch someone in a Superman punch. They gave him a Thor glove. That's why that's how you can't take him. Si- Q, what is next on the docket? What, what is next? <laughs> Yo, well, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm, Q, Q's been sitting Q's been sitting back patiently. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like the the comments have been rolling in. So we have a bunch of voicemails that we can get into about 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 what we just been discussing, so let's just play. Them. Let's just play them. Greg, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> no, I appreciated the rant, but <laughs> I get to these comments. Here we go. Also, y'all have to know, it's not like just WWE. It's all Vince. It's all Vince McMahon. He's the one that gets what he picks because it's what entertains him. Totally. Usually, at times, he goes about what the fans think, but mainly ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent is of what Vince thinks. So I feel like if that happens, then WWE might run out of business. But now with the recent, the recent big names that got released, it's tough. It's it for what it looks like. It looks like that they're probably Vince is probably going to sell WWE maybe to Disney, but it's, it's here or there with how everything happened. Vince McMahon is the same and I know we got to get to this voicemail let me just say this though Vince McMahon was the same person the same person who knew the social and political climate of the world in 2020 and decided to host a event in Saudi Arabia knowing the circumstances that's how much of a piece of shit he is it's like and here's the thing like it's not I don't want to say it's completely about politics because I don't want to bring like Trump into it stuff like that all I will say is you knew that your own wrestlers did not, you, you couldn't bring the female wrestlers who are honestly the, the, the height of your show right now. Couldn't bring them to Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia is like, fuck the women. We don't do that. Mm-mm. But you know who we do like? Kofi Kingston. You know who, you know who we do like? Roman Reigns. Let's do that shit. So you, you not only just did that, Vince McMahon, when it comes to that, you keep giving us regurgitated tag matches and one-on-three matches and shit like that. Um, only shit that he wants to see. He wants to see big sweaty men just honestly beat on each other in terrible fashion. Like not everybody can be fucking 6'10, 280 pounds that Vince likes. Vince doesn't even look like Vince anymore. Have you seen a recent picture of Vince? He looks pissed at himself. I'm I'm still I'm still waiting for just like a random day where Stone Cold Steve Austin just stuns him again. Like that would just be beautiful. <laughs> that would just be fucking beautiful. But we, we, the reason we we can't have these things because Vince McMahon, honestly, he's lost touch with the WWE community and the you know the WWE network and you know the fans. And the reason why he's lost touch with them is because he never was in touch with them to begin with. Vince McMahon was always the guy who was like, you know what? Vince knows best because this is his brand. This is his product. But when you have those same wrestlers that were a part of his product go and leave 
and prosper. Shout out to Cody Rhodes for actually setting the blueprint of, you know what? You can actually be the wrestler that you meant to be here with AEW. And then what we're going to do is we're going to bring other wrestlers to AEW. Right now, like, usually what happens with uh, WrestleMania and stuff like that, you know, it usually starts with Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble this year, I was like, yo, this got to be a surprise. Matt Hardy's got to jump out of a fucking tree and say, you know what? I'm back for the 14th straight fucking year. Devon and, you know, Bubba Ray Dudley, they're going to come down. Kevin Ash is going to come down for the 17th fucking straight Royal Rumble, and everybody's going to be so surprised. This year, it was like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And the reason why is because nobody cares about the WWE anymore. And the reason why nobody cares about the WWE is because Vince doesn't. And if you own the company and you give a fuck less, why, why do we? Why would we? So, Vince, I, I, I'm going I'm to say this with all due respect. Um, you already allowed your daughter to fuck Triple H. And he is trying to fuck you by saying NXT is better than your brand. And he's proven it. <laughs> he's proven it. You, 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 you've given Stephanie everything. You won't give Shane, honestly, the reins. And I, I meant what I said to not be disrespectful. I know how I came off. It kept very heavy about the Stephanie thing. But here's the thing. Stephanie wants to own the company, but she can't run the company. The reason why she can't run the company is because she is her father. She's going to go and take that brand and run it into the ground. We know this. She's going to fucking run it into the ground. Shane tried to prove to him that, you know what? What I can do with WCW and bring them over. Honestly, Shane saved his father from himself. He was like, I'm going to go over to WCW and bring them back to my father because this is what's best for business. Vince still doesn't see the, the forethought that Shane had with that. So Shane left. You come back after 11 years of not being in the WWE. He's getting main events and he's actually making it. That Randy, what was it? The Randy Orton match that he had, the Falls Count Anywhere match. Was that two years ago? Two, three years ago? Fantastic. Something like that. Fucking match. Yeah, chef's kiss of a perfect match. But the issue is Vince just, he doesn't care. He's honestly, no. He didn't even give Undertaker a proper send-off. I was like, this is it? This is how we're going to remember the Undertaker. You honestly could have just left us at uh, in New Orleans at WrestleMania 30 with Brock beating him. And I can be like, you know what? Yeah. All right, but, I mean... No, so, oh, I'm back. I'm back. I, you know, Vince McMahon, he, he called me on the other line. He was like, yo, you're going too hard on me. But I had to let him know. Really quick. I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, it, it, it's all love, Vince, at the end of the day. Well, but I, when I, it, think the, I think the comments are going to go even harder on him. So, oh, no, no, no. I, I got to let me get, let me let me get my last point out and then you can get these voicemails. When, when, it, when it comes to the WWE, my, my, my final take is this. If Vince doesn't sell the WWE by the end of the year. There will be no WWE by 2023. Right now, he has to let this company go. And I would suggest that he sells it to Triple H. Or honestly, just sell WWE and let NXT be its own thing. Because I feel like NXT has everything it needs to thrive on its own. But Raw is no more. SmackDown is no more. Honestly, they could bring back Sunday Night Heat and it would still be bad. Just let that portion of it go. And let Triple H honestly do what he does best, which is know what's best for business. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. Let's get to these next voices. Here we go. Currently sitting here watching um, Raw right now is I don't understand your direction. I can see why the ratings are low. 
don't understand what direction they're taking. And they keep letting Roman Reigns win. Like, they're cheating. We see them cheating in our faces. And it's getting annoying. But hello to the, the TNO. And she she has a she has a follow up comment comment to that. So hold on, here we go. My apologies, I had a phone call, but I was saying hello to the panel. I am Queen Dollars, and um, I walked in in the middle of the conversation, and I was just like, I'm sitting here watching right now. So yeah, let me um put in my two cents. Hope you don't mind. No, we don't mind We don't have a not at all, at all, not at all. Thank you for. Adding your two cents in. Appreciate it. All right. So this next comment is regarding the Utah Los Angeles Clippers game, which is a laugher right now. But here we go. My guy, you're, ta- you're probably talking about Awesome Kong. I know exactly what you mean, and I understand what you're talking about. So, well, so I was clearly, reading, I was reading knows. the transcript wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everybody knows about Awesome Kong. I'm telling you, uh, Awesome Kong and um, what's her face are interchangeable. They, they wanted, they want her to look like what, what is her like theme song? I'm not like most girls. Clearly, you're not. What the fuck? What? Like they're, they're trying to make her to be like a, a a pretty bully. I've never seen one. Have you ever seen a a pretty bully? No, you have not. I and the reason they don't exist. They don't exist. No. And the reason why they don't exist is because it doesn't make fucking it. Just, just. <sighs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. Like, look at, look at the people that came in. You got John Moxley, <coughs> Dean Ambrose. Look what happened now. They gave him the rights to fucking Wild Thing as his theme song. Wild Thing, because that's what he wanted. He wanted to be the Onita of of America. And then you got Rusev Miro. They finally got him to be who he wanted to be in WWE, which is a fucking monster. And don't forget, they also got Mark Henry, Big Show, like those guys, to teach the youngsters like how everything should be. Because obviously, there's the first time in, t- in, the, in like television ever. It's, that's how they got their first exposure, which is AEW. But with Braun, Aleister Black, which is now Tommy End, if they go to AEW, they're definitely going to be so successful, especially with Tony Khan. Feels good yeah. to be right. Feels good to be fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have two more comments. We're going to play these, and then um, there was an important piece of M- uh, Major League Baseball news that came that just broke. Um, so we're going to quickly touch on that. And then we're going to um, close out with our unpopular opinions. And yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Let's go. All right, here we go. And Raw's been boo-boo ever since like the last fucking six months. Man, the whole Alexis Bliss thing, fuck that. Like, who gives a fuck about a dumb doll and this whole, like, she took over Bray Wyatt's thing, which he was cool. The whole Playhouse thing was cool with him. Uh, but once she took over, it was like, ugh, gross. Also, Eva Marie, who gives a fuck about her? 
who's really hoping for like her to come back? I'm not saying she's a bad person. And I don't have any ill will towards her, but it's like she already had her chance and she was barely a wrestler back then. So what's the push now? I don't get it. I'll, I'll tell you this. When it comes to Eva Marie, like remember she was like the redhead who she couldn't wrestle, but she she was pretty and she she looked good on camera. She was she's like mm-hmm. sunny, like if you want to call it like you know what she absolutely has. She brings no value to the brand other than like TNA. And you know I know we, it's it's not the it's not the appropriate thing to say, but I'll be the person to say it. Like the only reason she's there is because she's a pretty face. That, right. That's you know that's right. I, I know it's, it's going to come off wrong in the playback, and somebody will be upset at the fact that I said it, but it has to be said. Uh, again, Vince McMahon is running the company. He knows he has talented female wrestlers, and you know he calls them superstars because he hates the word wrestling because he doesn't like the fact that the people can actually fucking wrestle. So instead, he'll put you in a cage match where the the rule is, you know what? You got to climb outside of the cage in order to win. He's like, you know what? But what if we give them the keys to the door and all they have to do is get through the door, even though it takes them 20 fucking minutes to walk down three steps? How, come, come on. This, this is Vince. This is Vince. Um, but like, no, has, has that never bothered any fucking body about these cage, these new cage matches? It's like, wait a minute. Like, you, you, all you have to do now with these cage matches is so unreal. Original, you just tell the referee to open the door. It's like, wait a minute. I, I was raised on like 90s like wrestling, and you actually had to climb the cage, then climb on the opposite end of it. So now what they do is right. like, you know what? Let, let's make this like athletic and let somebody who's 280 pounds jump 15 feet off of a fucking cage onto a mat onto somebody. Only for them to put their knees up. How many times do we have to see that? How many times do we have to see the cage match where like I said before, the ref, all they have to do is the wrestler says, open the cage and they open it and they're crawling out. It's like, just get to the got just touch the goddamn ground and you win. Like, stop being stupid. This is stop playing with me. Like Vince. Vince. <laughs> Vince. The last thing I'm gonna say, I'm done. I'm I swear to God, I'm done. Um <laughs> w- w- when it comes to Eva Marie, my, my issue with Eva Marie is she was cut because she couldn't cut it. That, that it's the truth. When it comes to Eva Marie, the reason why they cut her, one, is because she couldn't cut it. Two, she couldn't wrestle. So they told her, you know what? Let's take you, let's cut you, and then we'll go off the fact that you've made a name for yourself on YouTube and social media. Come back, because now now you're popular. Let's let's bring you back. But she's not bringing anything. They did the same thing with the girl. Remember Eva? I'm sorry, Emma? Remember when, you know, she was, you know, she was a really good wrestler, you know, she was the NXT champion. She, like, she was posed to be like in like main card for WWE goes to main card as Emma. And the thing is, she wasn't pretty enough. She wasn't Vince pretty. Vince's pretty is big ass titties, um, really thin body, like uh, essentially like a Becky Lynch, like, but you know, not like, like muscular, if you want to call it that. So Emma goes to WWE. She goes to the main rosters for raw. Everybody's excited. They're like, Oh my God, Emma, she's here. She's in raw. I'm excited. I have her signature on my belt. I lie to you not. She gets the main card for WWE Raw. You know what they did? Instead of actually making her a thing, like an actual wrestler that mattered, they put her on main roster and said, you know what? We're going to tag team. We're going to put her with a guy. We're going to have her be the valet. So she ends up becoming uh, friends. What, what is this? The guy who, 
I don't, I don't want to call him like slow, but he, he's like the dude who um he, he was doing the 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 point like the point up and down and shit. I cannot God, I cannot remember this dude's name. Either way, he was fucking terrible. So they went and they you know they had her go and work with him, and then they say you know what this is terrible. Let's make her a heel. Let's send her down to NXT, and then they brought her back up as Emolution or s- some terrible fucking thing that she was supposed to be. Then they cut her because they say you know what you don't cut it. What does she do? She goes to the independent circuit and then she goes to Ring of Honor. And then she's now, I think she's in Impact Wrestling, becoming the champion. She's actually doing things. And the reason for this is because, again, Vince has no fucking vision for the women's division, for the men's division. But you know who he has eyes for? Nia fucking Jax. You see how it just always circles back to her? She's <laughs> she's terrible, man. <laughs> Nia fucking Jax, man. No. God. Like, sounds like, I'm sorry. Sounds like, uh, sounds like Drake. Drake no, but Q, like Q. <laughs> uh, for, for anybody who's ever actually watched Nia Jax wrestle, it's, it's the equivalent of like John Cena. You know there's going to be four moves. There's going to be a body slam. There's going to be an elbow drop. There's going to be like a uh, like a, a Hulk smash, if you want to call it that, where it's like, okay, like the, the forearm like hit or something like that. And then like if she gets on the top rope, you already know it's going to be a botch. That's just her. Um, and I'm, I'm really not trying to be hard on her. I'm not. It's just like, yo, there are more talented people in the WWE that should be getting their credit. Um, I feel like, um, what was what's, uh, Black Dude's name? And it's supposed to be, oh, what were you about to say? I would just, it's been like that for you know, a, a good four or five years now, too. Yeah. You know, he, he will not give the younger wrestlers, you know, their due. He just, I don't know what it is, but he just won't do it. Yeah, like th- there are some wrestlers who's like, okay, like I understand the cut, like Samoa Joe. I-, I felt like the reason why you cut Samoa Joe is because you know for a fact that he's injury prone and he's literally just collecting the check from you. But then yeah. I'm like, yo, you, you cut Alistair Black. Was, at-, at that point, I was like, okay, so Vince clearly just doesn't give a fuck about this company anymore. <laughs> he's like, you know what? No, nah, I'm-, I'm okay. I'm on my way out. I'm going to retire. You know, Undertaker retire. I'm retiring too. But the thing is, we could have respected it if Vince said, you know what? My, my cash cow is Undertaker. I can't even sell WrestleManias anymore. How, how, can you, how can you sell WrestleMania knowing that Undertaker's gone, Brock Lesnar's on hiatus, John Cena is, you know, he's making, you know, he, he has to learn Cantonese. Yeah, he's making movies. He has to learn Cantonese yeah. because, you know, he, he's putting his foot in his mouth every fucking week. He's doing terrible fucking shows on ABC. You have um, The Fiend, you know, he, he's still grieving over the death of his friend. Which, you know, that, you know, I understand. That's why he needed the break. But WWE has honestly eaten itself from within because they've honestly, they, like UFC, they've stuck with their stars for so long that the stars have aged out and they didn't give anybody else that was young and coming, like up and coming, a chance. You know for a fact that, um, what's, I can't even remember his name. He, he was a guy who used to wear the face paint and shit from NXT. He was like maybe like five, ten, six, maybe six feet. Um, he used to wear the war paint. He came in. Um, God, I want to say his name starts with a B. Um, Lou, you have you have to know his name. He's like the NXT. I'm champ. thinking. Oh my God. Um, and I can oh, call him Finn, 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 Finn Balor. Balor. Yeah, Finn Balor comes up, and I was like, "Yo, like you give him a title reign that lasted like two weeks. Everybody wanted that. Every- the entire fucking WWE community was like, you know what? If you can give fucking Daniel Bryan a chance, why can you not give Finn Balor a chance?" And the reason why is, and, you know, I'll keep this as my last statement. If you're not fucking someone, 
in the WWE network that matters, your career don't matter. That, that's just a standard. Daniel Bryan was Daniel Bryan, the wrestler, but nobody gave a fuck about him until he started fucking with the Bella Twin. The other Bella Twin, she had the longest, she had the longest fucking title reign as long as she was with John Cena. The moment that they broke up, they took that fucking belt away from her and acted like that title reign never fucking existed. And that's right. a fact. That is a fucking fact. They say, you know what? What we'll do is we'll put the belt. Who was it? Was it Alexa Bliss or was it the other girl? Um, I think it was Becky Lynch. They were like, oh, well, Becky Lynch has the longest title reign. I was like, no, you definitely kept that fucking belt on Nikki Bella for like two and a half years. And we were trying to figure out why. I remember these days, like, you know, we can't have revisionist history with the WWE. But, you know, this is probably the longest segment that we've had of this show. And we didn't even talk NBA, which is sad. <laughs> but here's the thing. Sorry, we, we, sorry Q. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's, um, let's just get let's get through these last two comments. Let's go. This, let's get through these last two comments because we got to circle back to this Clippers game because and also talk about this MLB news. But here we go. The other issue with me is that three hours is too fucking long. I don't know why he wants to do three hours. Two hours was perfect. Look at the late nineties and look at the early two early to mid two thousands. Two hours is all you need. You can fucking line it up within those two hours. Three hours is just stretching it, my guy. It, and it's all about the, the the story within those two hours just made it a whole lot better. And they can the whole climax after the second hour when they built it up from the first hour was fucking worth it especially if it's a cliffhanger you gotta see next week you know what i'm gonna speak i'm gonna speak on that i i hate long shows <laughs> like i i hate long, i hate long shows like so it's a point like that first hour was a build-up and then you know the best ones with the best ones were the ones that had like you said the cliff the cliffhanger like oh shit. Mm-hmm. i mean that but that's just tv period that just tells you even more that, that Vince is just like out of his fucking mind. It needs to go. It needs to retire. Well, w- when he went to three hours, me personally, I was like, you know, excited for it. You know, we get an extra hour, you know, more storylines, blah, blah, blah. But he's absolutely right, though. It, it's just worn itself out. So, I mean, it's it just, you know, probably like a good <laughs> 45, 45 minutes of it now is just straight boring. So, I mean, that's my take. I mean, just I mean, just look at TV. Period. <clears throat> just look at TV. Period. Why do you think? And and I know we're going off of sports for a second, but look at like all the bigger, all the big shows that's on TV right now. I can talk about the one, and I'm so sad that this is going to be their final season. This is the final season, but Insecure. We all complained, and like. Come on, come on, Issa Rae. You got to give us an hour. Actually, those that thirty to forty minutes that we get, that's what keeps us coming back. Because it's like, oh shit, I really have to see what I have to, I really have to see next week's episode because it's going to lead into what <clears throat> you know that cliffhanger. So I think that's that. I think that's a big thing. You know, like it, it's just boring now. It's just boring. All right, this last comment. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie with Joe. I think it's because this is just me personally. I think because because it was doing so well in commentary, 
he was one of the best commentary guys in in WWE right and like in that time but I feel like Vince wanted him to keep doing commentary and not wrestle but Joe wanted to wrestle so I think either he released he got released because of that or he asked to be re- he he asked to be released because he wanted to wrestle so that's probably my opinion and great opinions ladies and gentlemen yes yes, yes. Thank you very yeah, to all that left comments. Thank you very, very much. Um, so I want to circle back just briefly, briefly, not emphasize briefly, because I want to talk about this game <laughs> that's currently on right now, which is the Los Angeles Clippers and the Utah Jazz. And it is, let's just keep this brief. The Clippers are running the Jazz out of the fucking gym. Are you serious? It is now currently 49-22 LA with five minutes and 21 seconds left in the second quarter. Rudy Gobert has one point and three fouls. The player I love to hate, Paula George, is playing out of his mind right now. So is Kawhi Leonard. So is Kawhi Leonard. So is Marcus Morris Jr. this series is almost the reverse of the of LA of the Clippers series with the Mavericks. In that series, you know, the, the home team only got the win, only won one game, and that was the Clippers in game seven. It's been the exact reverse. Utah won their first won, won the first two games at, at Vivid Arena. And the way this is looking, <clears throat> we can just go ahead and say. Uh, you never can say never, but the Clippers are going to blow the doors off of the, the Jazz by 30, which they're almost at. They, they have a 29-point lead right now. Yeah. 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 So, that's enough on that. <laughs> that's just the update. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Briefly, right? Three, I said brief. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So our last point of the evening before we get to unpopular opinions to close out the show. Um, it just broke in the last 15 minutes. And is it the last 15 minutes? In the last 30 minutes. That MLB has um, released their foreign substance policy for pitchers. Um, they fi- just finalized it. So... <clears throat> They're going to announce tomorrow, on Tuesday, that they will suspend players caught with any foreign substance for 10 days with pay to help curtail the widespread use of grip enhancers by pitchers around the league. Greg, I don't know if you can, uh, if you can do me a favor and, and pull up um, Pete Alonzo's comments about um, this foreign substance ban. Because I think the masses can really hear this because it's just crazy. Like you got people throwing 100 miles per hour and they can't use anything to, to like in their grip. You're gonna have players getting badly injured. By I'm wondering if you think MLB is doing the right thing by cracking down on pitchers with uh, sticky stuff, and if so, why? Oh, absolutely not. I think that um, I, I don't think so because for me, I think that. Every since the start of the game, pitchers have been using uh, substances. I mean, there's a bag of rosin behind the mound right now to help guys dry their hands and get grip. 
for me, I think whether they're using pine tar, rosin, uh, bullfrog or sunscreen and rosin or whatever they want to use to help control the ball, let them use it. Because for me, it's like I go in the box every single day and I see guys throwing harder and harder every day. And I don't want to, I don't want 99 slipping out of someone's hand because they didn't have enough feel for it. I think that the, the biggest concern is that uh, Major League Baseball manipulates the baseballs year in and year out, depending on the free agency class or guys being in an advanced uh, part of their arbitration. So I do think that's a big issue. Um, the ball being different every single year with other sports, the ball's the same, like basketball, football, tennis, golf, like ball's the same. So I think that that's the, that's the real issue with uh, the changing of the baseballs. And maybe if they, didn't the league didn't change the baseball pitchers would need to use as much sticky stuff because uh, for guys that feel the ball and throw the ball every single day and for it to change every single year, it's not fair to the people who are using it every single day and throwing it. So for me, I, I would rather them have, um, have control. I don't care what they use. I mean, for me, I use pine tar. When I go to hit, I have a lizard skin. I have batting gloves. Like I have the most advantage when it comes to holding on my bat. So I wouldn't care because on our on deck bag, we have pine tar rag, a pine tar stick, um, like a like a special sticky spray, rosin. I mean, you name it, we have it. I mean, I wouldn't care if they had that behind the mound to help hold on to the ball because when we start getting these hotter months, guys start to sweat. And let's say if they lose a fastball arm side, I mean, we all saw what happened to Kevin Pillar, and that's that's scary. And we're lucky that he only got he only had a broken nose and. I mean, it could be a lot worse depending on um, depending on where it hits a guy. I mean, 100 mile an hour fastball, even though you're wearing a helmet, that's that's scary. So I'd, I'd rather have guys have as much stick as possible and focus on throwing the ball in the box as opposed to taking it away from them. I, I don't need mm. anything else. Hey, Pete Alonso just pumped it all up. Yeah, that's you're, you're crazy. crazy. That's crazy. And this all, I think this all circles back to Trevor Bauer a couple years ago when he called out the Astros. Uh, a couple of their pitchers, he was noticing their their spin rate or something like that. And I mean, look at this year, um, Garrett Cole uh, for the Yankees. Um, who's the other one? I can't think of the other one he called out. But as soon as Major League Baseball came down with this a few weeks ago, saying that they were going to start testing or you know you know, checking for illegal substances, uh, immediately Garrett Cole, his next two starts, he lost both games. Yeah, they um, were actually, and they were absolute clunkers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute like, clunkers. so, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just really, you know, like I, I it, it all circled back to Trevor, Trevor Bauer a couple of years ago. And he's probably just sitting back sipping on a martini or something right now saying, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like honestly, I'm 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 on the I, I'm agreeing on the side of Peter Alonso. Who gives a shit if pitchers use things to get, to help improve their grip? Just like he said, like you have you have you have pitchers now that triple digit fastballs are their repertoire. I don't know about you, but I've been hit by I've been hit by baseball. It's it don't feel good. Imagine it, 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 
just imagine with these supercharged pitchers and they, and, and you know, this ban coming into effect, you get suspended for 10 days. Yes, with pay, but who cares? You get beamed with a, with a 100 mile per hour fastball. Like we, we've seen it twice this year already, actually three times. Bryce Harper, uh, Kevin Pillar broke his nose, and Austin Voss at the Nationals, who got hit by who got hit by a pitch and broke his nose. You know, hey, let let them use whatever they need to use in order to grip the ball effectively. Who cares about fucking spin rates? Who cares about all that shit? I don't want start. I don't want players getting injured because the pitcher lost the feel for the ball and launched it and launched it wherever. I don't know. Well, I, I think, but, but no, 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 no. It makes absolute sense. Um, there's there's always going to be two sides of the coin to this because you're going to have the hitters like Pete Alonso who don't care if they use it because he's just, you know, he's up there to hit. He doesn't care. But then you're going to have the other half of the batters that don't, that complain about them using it because they can't hit. What do you, you mean, understand? But, like, I, I get it. But here's my, here's my counter argument to that. Learn how to become a better fucking hitter then. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree. No, it, I agree. No, it, 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 you know, it, it's it's like any other sport. In football, you hate people. You hate receivers uh, 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 burning your defense. You get better defenders. You get a better corner. You get a you get a cover cornerback, or you get a free safety that can cover the field. You don't want someone shooting deep threes on you. You play fucking better defense. <laughs> or your shot not going there, you get in the fucking gym and you shoot. Until you learn your until you learn your perfect release release rate, the release point. Right. So all that is a bullshit argument. All these oh I can't pick up the ball. Well maybe go get some LASIK or wear some fucking contact lenses. Do something that'll help you see the damn ball. <laughs> I, I would love to. I know we got a, we got some comments, but I would love like if you're listening and you're a fan of baseball. I would love to hear what you all have to say. I'm sure we all all will. I'm gonna speak for everyone. We would love to hear what you have to say. But for me, it's just like you're making billions of dollars. Go do the work. Make yourself better. You can't see the ball. You complaining about sin rate. You strike it out all the fucking time. Get in the cage. <laughs> get in, get in the get in the fucking cage. Take extra BP. Take extra BP. Q sounds about as passionate as this, uh, at this, as I am about Nia Jax. That's I was just gonna say. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Like we let players use pine tar so that. They won't lose grip of their bat, and it goes into the fucking stands. Why do you think every every major league base, every major league ballpark has extended nets, extended netting now? Well, that was because what happens at 
that little girl a couple yeah, years that, ago. That too. That too. But we let batters do whatever they want to be able to grip grip the bat. Why can't we let pitchers do what they need to do to grip to to have a better grip on the ball? And we know, just like a just like Peter Alonso said, Major League Baseball alters their bait alters the ball every year. They altered it this year to try to cut down mm-hmm. home runs. Right. I you know they you know they wanted to dead deaden the ball. They altered it a couple of years ago because there was no offense. Which led to the whole explosion of 2018, 19, and and in some parts, 2000, you know, the shortened season of 2020. Right. Basketball, the NBA, like the NBA is changing its, 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 you know, its ball provider. Like they're going from Spalding to Wilson. But the ball is going to remain the same. The NBA tried, you know, the NBA tried it with Spalding, but it kept like the, you know, that you, you remember that new ball? It was in 2014, 2015. It kept cutting everyone's fingers, so they scrapped it and went back to the old ball. The NFL doesn't change its ball, doesn't change its footballs, unless um, you know the Patriots deflate them. I would, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. But it footballs. I mean, he's absolutely right. Every every word he said, and that's why I asked Greg to play that clip. Every word he said was absolute facts and truth. Absolute facts and truth. And I did not, I didn't even, if he saw correctly, <laughs> the docket I sent you, I did not have MLB on it, but when that news came out, I was like, I got it. We we got to dedicate a segment to this. Like, it, it, it's just, it's, it's just, it's ludicrous and crazy. Like, let them use, mm-hmm. they've been doing it anyway. Just like the Astros banging on fucking trash cans and shit. <laughs> Jose Altuve wearing, wearing, the, wearing the buzzer on his chest. Like, don't, uh-huh. don't touch him. Like, motherfuckers are going to cheat. They're going to steal signs. They're going to do whatever they can to develop a competitive advantage. Right. It's, it's it's not cheating That's unless sports. you get caught. Right. It's sports. It's or you're Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> All right. So we have four, uh-huh. we have four comments. Let's get these real quick. <laughs> And then, um, and then that's my rant on baseball this week. And then we can get to unpopular things. So, just a quick question for y'all: What do you guys think? Because you guys already know about the news, and I just obviously I came in during the wrestling talk and a little bit before that. Um, what do you think of both Kyrie and James Harden out of Game Five? To me, I feel like Katie's fucked. That's just me. Okay, so going circling back to that, Katie's going to score six tomorrow. The next one's still going to lose. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Katie's going to score 50, 50 plus, and the Nets are going to lose because the Nets have, like, unless, it's a caveat, I, I must add this caveat. If Joe Harris shows up because they're coming back to Brooklyn, because he left his shot in Brooklyn, they have, they, they may have a chance. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. And next comment. Here we go. Honestly, let's be completely honest. Everyone cheats in baseball. Everyone cheats in, in all kinds of sports. And there you have it. There you have it. That's, that's for the facts. Like, you want everyone is all, every athlete. I can speak as a former athlete. I know Greg can speak as a former athlete. Lou, I don't know if you play sports, but if you did, I, you can speak to this as a former yes, athlete. Yes, I did. We're always looking for a competitive advantage. That's what sports is. That's what right. sports. That's what sports is all about. <clears throat> that's what sports. All about. You just don't, don't get caught. Breaking okay. news! Breaking news! The WWE has rehired Samoa Joe. Are you yeah. serious? Oh, I'm serious. Um, wow! <laughs> they they probably saw Raw tonight. Was like shit. Facts. All right. <laughs> next, next comment. Here we go. Yo, yo, yo. It's me, Zay. Let me in. Yeah, man. This is... All right. And this last comment before we move into unpopular opinions. I hope you have your unpopular opinions ready. Because we're getting right into it after we, after we played, after I played this last comment. Here we go. As a as a as a baseball guy, I it's tough for it because obviously pitchers need to get control of the ball, but if they try and throw the hardest that they possibly can, it's tough to get that velocity to aim. To, uh, sorry, not the velocity, but the control for them to aim very well. That's why they use that, like all that type of shit. I think the only person that I know, he, he fuck, he's probably still, he's probably he was probably using some sort of stuff to put in his fingers for grip is Chapman throwing 100, 100, 100 fucking miles an hour, 102 at times, 105. At times with, you can kind of see that he's not using any substance because they're, they're usually wild as all hell. That is, that is facts. That is facts. Absolute facts. But you also have to, you also have to think about this. Like, with the home run explosion, the home run explosion, pitchers had to throw hard to get batters to miss pitches. Because if you throw hard and fast, batters ain't going to be able to keep up. you throw slow, they're going to tattoo you. Right. So, like, it, 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 all went, it all went hand in hand. It all goes, it, not all went, it all goes hand in hand. It all goes hand in hand. But I would rather a pitcher use, use a foreign substance to have a better grip of the ball so that batters are not taking 100-mile pitches off their dome. Or... Or getting a getting a crazy 
a crazy season in an injury because the pitcher was wild. That's just me. Uh, I can't speak for anyone else. I'm just going to speak for myself on that one. I'd rather them, I'd rather them have a better grip where they can locate the ball and locate where it's going and aim it where you want it to throw, where you want it to land, then be wild and you see a star like Bryce Harper or, I mean, Kevin Pillar is not a star, but you see an important piece of a team of a team's lineup go down because of, <clears throat> because of a major injury. Right. And that's why I'm going to leave it on that. So, all right, fellas, we have reached the last segment of the show, and that is unpopular opinions. So, all right, um, who's going Ray, first? Oh, nah. You, you, oh, you don't want me to close it out? Okay, that's fine. That's good. Uh, no, 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 um, no, 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 Blue. 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 No, I can I can I can set the mood if you want. No, I can no, set the mood. Go ahead, go ahead. I, mean, I want you to. Uh, I want. I I I, I stepped ahead, and this is the wrong talking man. I stepped ahead. I'm sorry. I want you. I want your opinion because I already know what it's going to be, and I can't wait. Blue, what's your opinion? <laughs> well, I don't want to. I, I don't want to steal Greg's thunder or nothing. So no, no, you're not going. You're not going to steal his thunder. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My unpopular opinion is WWE will not sell. Uh, In a month, I believe it's in mid-July, they're having fans back. And as soon as they get the fans back, I think the product rises again. Vince will understand that, and the product will get better. So that's my unpopular opinion, that WWE will never sell. My unpopular opinion. Aaron Rodgers played this season out. He plays this season out. He leaves Green Bay next season. And he gets the bag again. And that may not be... That may actually be the popular opinion. But you heard what I said earlier in the show. That I think he should be traded right now. But... I honestly think that he plays this season. Green Bay is in tension for for a Super Bowl. They're going to lose to Tampa Bay again. <clears throat> but he's out and then bye-bye Green Bay because then he'll be a free agent. So I think he plays this out and then he's gone. That's my unpopular opinion for this week. Go ahead, Greg. All right. You yeah, know what y'all Y- y'all know what the fuck y'all here for. Y- y'all here for y'all here for this. Um, um, we got three because I'm giving y'all three. I didn't give y'all a lot of rewards tonight, but y'all are definitely getting three of these things. Three, all three of them tanks. So number one, um, number one, y'all probably gonna hate me for um, the Lakers didn't lose because they were a bad team. The Lakers lost because Anthony Davis was everything the Pelicans said that he was. That being said, the Pelicans have a better five-year plan than the Lakers have for the offseason. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. you fucking heard it from me. Um, as, as a Lakers, like, 
enthusiast. Actually, I'm not even a Lakers enthusiast. As a Kobe enthusiast, by proxy, I have to deal and tolerate with the Lakers and their shit and shenanigans. Be it LeBron James, be it the fact that he decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to number six because I want to reinvent the wheel from Miami, hoping that, you know what, maybe we can win two fucking rings. You, LeBron, you, Jeannie Buss, you, the Los Angeles Lakers fans, you, the great state of California, need to understand one thing and one thing only. Your team isn't bad. The people you put on the team, Anthony Davis, are not meant to star. Anthony, Anthony Davis, Street, I want I, 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 Anthony Street. Oh, that's his new name. Absolutely. Anthony Street <laughs> I, I really, I, I really wish people would stop making Anthony Davis to be out to be a megastar, a superstar. He is a great role player on a team that honestly is already good. They just can get better. The issue is teams get better around LeBron. I've never seen a team get better around LeBron and other superstars. It's it doesn't work historically. Look at the Cavs. When they had Kyrie and LeBron, did they get better? No. Did they have a bunch of scrubs that played their role? Absolutely. The Miami Heat, when LeBron got there, they already had their two sides. They got their rings. But you know what happened? When they tried to build around those three, did it work out? Absolutely not. So where happened, you know, what happened? LeBron jumped shit. LeBron's like, you know what? I can't be losing this fucking 23 jersey. So what I'm going to do with the Space Jam shit, I had to be number six. Let me go ahead and change that. So there are a lot of people that are going to be walking around next season in 23 jerseys for LeBron and number six jerseys. Is it going to get you a ring? Absolutely fucking not. Because the, the new era of the NBA is here. LeBron and them can't take that. Them Lakers fans. We're seeing, they, we're seeing that right now. We're seeing yeah. that right now. Um, the Trey, of course. Trey Young, the Donovan Mitchells, the Luka Doncic's. The new oh, generation absolutely. is here. Absolutely. Oh, I got two more, though. I got two more because we're, we're going to end this one on a high and a low note. So, number two, Kyrie Irving is going to sit out for as long as James Harden is out because he doesn't want to be blamed for them losing if he has a poor performance for the rest of the postseason. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said earlier in the show that, you know, I understand that Kyrie Irving is injured and we're not going to act like that is a bad thing. We're not going to, you know, be the, the Glenn Big Baby Davis and talk shit about it. But what we will do is acknowledge the fact that Kyrie Irving has a historic History. He is known to sit while healthy. Kyrie Irving is also known to pout when he's losing, which they are doing. Um, Kyrie Irving is also known to go and hide undercover, not only when they're losing, when he is not playing up to par. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, Kyrie Irving is going to sit out for as long as James Harden is out because the thing is, if they are losing, who do you blame it on? You can't blame KD. it on the star of the team who is KD. Yep. Can't, yep. You, you have to blame it on Kyrie Irving. You, James Harden's not there. So you can't say, hey, the 15 points we would have won the game by in free throw shots. You, you can't blame that because he's not on the court. KD, he's going to do what he's supposed to do. He's going to get that fucking 28 points a game. That's what he's supposed to do. But Kyrie, you're the facilitator. You're the point guard. You have your LeBron on your team. Honestly, you got your you have your LeBron and you have your you. If you can't get it done, bro, you know who they're looking at? They ain't looking at KD. They're looking at you. You done been on three teams now. He's been on three teams also. But the issue is this. He got rings. KD you got has one. Two rings and he was the, and, and 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 not only does he have two rings, he has two finals MVPs. 
Exactly. Which leads me into my number three unpopular opinion. Ladies and gentlemen, we're only supposed to have one, but I'm giving you all three of them things tonight. Um, as the resident Boston Celtics fan of the show, let me just say this. Uh, Kimba Walker, I fucking told you so. You do not belong, sir. I don't want to. I, I really. <laughs> Kimba broken. Um, but here's the thing. I, I don't even want to focus on Kimba Walker. I need to focus on the elephant in the room here. Um, the Boston Celtics. In the past 15 years. <clears throat> have yet to find them a point guard that will last more than three seasons. 15 years. Fifteen years, ladies and gentlemen. Popular. That's 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 fact. I, I, I need people to understand. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No. 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 But the reason why I'm I'm adding this into it is because as much as I've talked shit about the Isaiah, you know, the Isaiah Thomases of the world, the Rajon uh, Rondos of the world, the fucking Kimball Walkers of the world, we need to focus on the elephant in the room, which is the Boston Celtics. You 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 have the pieces that you need, but you don't have a general to run the floor. You don't, the Boston Celtics are the one of four teams in the NBA that don't need a center. They can get away with nothing and win. They've done this for the past six seasons, had no center, just had pieces. But the piece that's always missing come playoff season is the point guard. Kimball Walker, this is where you come into this equation for the unpopular opinion. You say you want to sever the relationship. I say the relationship been severed. That was severed last season when you pulled the same shit. And the reason why I say this, and I'm going to end with this statement, is there's only so many times that you can smile and lose. (laughs) Charlotte got you the fuck out of there. Like, you were gone. Here's the thing. The the, the last thing that Charlotte loved and coveted so much is now playing for the New England Patriots. Does anybody else see the fact that what happens in Charlotte always ends up in Boston? Do you remember Cameron Newton? Do you know of a Kimball Walker? What, what, where, where's the relation there? North Carolina, right? North Carolina! <laughs> but but, but <laughs> also, also, also with me saying that, though, if you look at Carolina since they shipped off their, their quote-unquote point guards of their sport, because the quarterback is considered the point guard of their team, right? And the point guard is obviously the point guard of their team. You ship off Cam Newton and Kimball Walker to where? Boston. And both teams in Carolina are actually thriving. When you look at the Carolina Panthers, yes, they didn't make the playoffs, but damn, did they look good last year. Even without Christian McCaffrey. When you look at the fucking... You, you, saw, Mello, you saw Mello this year. Did nothing with something. And they were this close. Just, ooh, they were this close. My unpopular opinion to end it is this Boston you need to figure out the point guards and this is not just basketball in your sports in general the people that are going to run your team you need to figure them out quickly because if you don't you're going to be the Indiana Pacers of the North and I mean that not the Midwest and that, and, the North and, and that's even that you can even you can even extend that to the Bruins ooh, ooh, you can even oh yeah oh, you to the Bruins I was, you know what? That's absolutely right. But I mean, we can't talk because we got the fucking, uh, you know, the Washington Capitals, and you know they love to shit the bed when it matters the most. But you know, yeah, <laughs> that is true. All right, we have one final comment, and then 
we're gonna close out. And then we'll close out. Let's let's listen to this last final comment. Here we go. You're the elephant in the room here. <laughs> and, and on that note, <laughs> on that note, where can <laughs> oh god? Okay, oh, love the trolls. Um, where can you be found? Where can the where can the masses find you on social media? Lou, you got to go first, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Little Italy, L I T T L I T A L Y. All right. You, you can Great. follow me at you can follow me at Why Be Bothered on Twitter or Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram if I allow you to. Notice I didn't give you the name, but that's what I meant. <laughs> um, Q, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at QDZ1906. It's literally my username on this podcast if you're watching it on stereo. Fuck Instagram. And you can also follow the podcast, the Young Black and Bothered Network at Why Be Bothered. I think, is that still, still it? Yep. Why Be Bothered on Twitter, <clears throat> Young Black Pod on Instagram. So, yeah, so you can follow the podcast on Twitter at why be bothered and on that god awful place called Instagram at what Greg said earlier. <laughs> so until yes, next week. Until next week. Um have a great week and we will see you then. Peace. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been the fucking show. I'm gonna go watch Nia Jax injure some people. <laughs> 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 Great show, fellas! Thank, cannot, cannot thank wait. You, uh, thank you for having me, guys. I really, really appreciate it, man. No Absolutely. problem. We're gonna no, see you next week. You're not going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. You, you are oh. part of the show, man. <laughs> well, that that that's all I wanted to hear. Thank you. <laughs> you are part of the show. So we'll continue. We'll continue this conversation in the group chat. And to everyone that's still listening, to the two listeners that's still on, thank you all for. Um, for staying on with us. We appreciate it. Love you. Good night. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 